7 o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hi there, everybody. Welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com, Worldwide Radio for Humans, this January 14th, 2020. And, of course, uh, joining me as always on the program, well, welcome back to Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. How you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Good to have you back on the program after uh, you to you back. took uh, um, you you took off uh, last Friday to spend some Friday? time with Barb on her birthday. With Barbie. Yeah, Aww. on her birthday. Yes. <laughs> on her birthday. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but what? I hope you had a great time. Did you? Did you guys have fun? Yeah, we had uh, a nice dinner on Friday and a nice party on Saturday and oh wow, another nice dinner on Sunday with some friends. So yeah, she it's her birthday month. She doesn't she overcompensates for the fact that her birthday's so close to Christmas. Yeah. So well, she 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 extends it for the entire month of January. I I don't disagree with that because mine is in June and I feel like I'm I'm cheating, you know, because it's like equidistant from you know Christmas almost. Well, mine's so, mine's like that too, July. Yeah. So and, and I don't feel huh? bad about it at all. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington D.C., the Beltway Bureau of the Swamp. Welcome back to you as well. Hello. Happy birthday again to Barb. Thank yeah. you. Glad that yeah. It sounds like you had a fun weekend together. It was fun. Uh, well, it was fun. Oh. Yes. Except was, for that one good. person at the party. No, we hadn't. No, there was no. <laughs> there were, kidding. No. <laughs> there were no. None of them. <laughs> all, all I got to say is, I got to tell you, I guys, I, I mean, the biggest story of the day, I am just outraged over this. Outraged, I say. Right. I cannot believe right-wing asshole Vince Vaughn shook right-wing oh, asshole Donald Trump's hand. I am so incensed over this. It is an outrage. No, it's not. Um, what the hell was that? Fox I News that this morning. Fox News has been peddling that all fucking day. They're like, oh, Steve Ducey's like, we're truly in a civil war. We're truly in a civil war because people, because a couple idiots on Twitter didn't know Vince Vaughn was a right wing butthole. Well, <laughs> and they're like, so that's it. They I'm never watching us? his movies again. Huh? Now they represent all of this. Even yeah. though Vince Vaughn hasn't done a movie in what over ten years. I don't even fucking know. He's not. He, no, he does stuff. It, it, you know. I mean. But the thing is, here's the thing. 
I think the guy's a creepy douchebag, and I thought he was before I knew he was a right winger. And I avoid stuff yeah. he's in like the plague. There are certain actors that I'm just like, ugh, you know? And in, in the material isn't, oh, well, Wedding Crashers was hilarious. No, I never even saw it. I wouldn't. I John McCain had a cameo in it, though. And, um, well, that tells you all you need to know about that. <laughs> But I mean, seriously, I, there I are like, like eight hundred like senators <laughs> that didn't do cameo. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But I mean, there there's been like fifty stories. Gidley Gooby. Oh yeah, yeah. Hogan Gidley. Hogan Gidley. Uh, 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 he said. He says he's smearing Democrats, saying uh, that we're more upset with Vince Vaughn for the Trump handshake than the Soleimani for killing Americans. Oh my yeah. God! None of this is happening. <laughs> no, none. None, first, first of none all, of this is happening. Not yeah. I, I I'm not upset about Soleimani being dead. No. And I'm not upset about what an asshole actor does. Yeah. I'm not even upset if he hung out with Trump. I don't. Give I don't a care rest. if he gave him a reach around and gave him a little kiss on the cheek when he was done. It doesn't matter. Vince Vaughn's a, a piece of garbage. I don't care. <laughs> uh, oh, now right. with our famous hot gravy. No, no, no. That ain't gravy. I'm tracking Vince Vaughn all the time. Oh, oh cancel culture. Videos. Cancel culture. Uh, Jeez. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I saw that this morning and I was like, sorry. Nobody cares. I feel like this is what you this is what the White House is reaching for to create fake outrage. Yeah, fake outrage over over a guy who, who who's a, I, I didn't know even though he was Republican. I thought he was just one of those stupid. He's like a libertarian. Libertarians, yeah, to be honest he's, with you. He's like a libertarian, but the way he carries himself and the creepy douchey vibe that he has just makes me think that he's like a woman hating right wing asshole. Um, so just check his palm, see which one is more moist, left or the right. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't. Uh, is that the one that he's oh. holding the hot ganibgan at? Hot ganibgan at? I think so. so. <laughs> I'm thinking he's probably not with a lot of the ladies, but. Well, you know, I never but really I liked care. Vince Vaughn anyway. I, I, yeah. He was never on my list of like favorite. I was uh, so mad when True Blo- or, or True Detective season two came out and he was in it. I was like, what? Oh. That's that's the old, only thing I've watched good. him in. That's the only thing I've watched him in in a long time. That season was garbage. Colin Farrell was, was, was in. Was bad. Who put, Actually, I forgot about that. It was who really, who it cast of him. It was just bad. Who cast Colin Farrell, one of the greatest living actors in the fucking world, next to one of the biggest dumbest hunks of shit to ever grace the silver screen, Vince Vaughn. Colin Farrell and Vince Vaughn. <laughs> Who does that? That's like, oh, I don't know. I'm going to go out and make a movie with uh, Jeremy Irons and Carrot Top. I have an answer to that. Who who does that? I I believe that it was Woody Harrelson was the executive producer of season two of Real Detective. I think it was Woody Harrelson who did that. Oh, Woody. Woody, lay off the weed. Um, (laughs) Yeah. He'd just be like, man, can you imagine the worst actor in the world and one of the best actors in the world together? 
I don't know. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Woody Harrelson and maybe Matthew McConaughey. Again, lay off the weed. Lay off. Drive your Lincoln a little bit slower. Um, so, <laughs> isn't Lincoln? Isn't Lincoln the car that he that Matthew McConaughey is always in the ads for? Oh. Yes, yeah. <laughs> the newest one. The newest one. I, I haven't cool. seen it. I'm, I'm cool and driving this car. I'm I'm going to admit I, this, and I don't take a bath. <laughs> I like I like McConaughey because he's such oh, a freak. I like him too. I like Woody Harrelson, and I like Matthew McConaughey. But I mean, His, Vince Vince Vaughn's a non-star. He takes the Lincoln, like the big Lincoln Suburban. Yeah, and I heard that he, he has goes ice years. fishing. He's, he has very loose connections to hygiene. Of course he goes ice fishing. Eh, that's, that's fine. That happens to some of us. He's also an ad... He's a professor at um, University of Texas. Oh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to take it off into that direction. No, that's but okay. But just, another... Yeah. I, I just think that that whole... I don't even know who who in the producer's room of Fox and Friends was like... Yes, we need to turn and this. The left hates Vince Vaughn into a thing. It's Vince been going Vaughn on all day, all it's day. Like, yes, it's ridiculous. It's like the war on Vince Vaughn. I mean, there's the the latest story. The latest story over there. Um, uh, l- let me see here. Uh, this is the last one that I saw. Um, it's, uh, from Zachary Patrizzo over at Mediaite. Uh, Fox News guest points out, no one actually cares about Vince Vaughn shaking Trump's hand. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, so, but yeah, I mean, okay. I I I, I, I really feel like they should have stuck with their whole, it's the first snow of the season, mem. Maybe, I don't know. That actually upset me. I yeah, I mean you, yeah, I I yeah. know what you're. What, was yeah. that was that last that was yeah that was last night. Uh <laughs> shit! It or last I, week I, or last month. <laughs> it was either last night or the night before, where the yeah. actual the White House official account said first snow of the season. <sighs> and. And it, it, yeah, it was it was yesterday because it was I did the research. I was like, no, we we were over sixty degrees here in DC. Mm, that it, doesn't snow then. No. no, no. And the first snow of the season was in January, and I still don't understand why the actual White House Twitter account did that. It's I don't just get like it. how it didn't rain in, during the inauguration. I mean, no, the sun. It, well, it rained all day except when he gave the speech. When the clouds opened up and the sun came down. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So that was that one moment. Second dumb. Th- <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but, I've well, been thinking about what you just said about stupid pairings in movies. Remember yeah. Jerry Lewis and Robert De Niro? Oh, that oh, actually no. worked. Wait, that actually what, worked. What movie was that? That was a uh, comedy. No, I never saw it. It was King of Comedy. Really? Jerry Lewis and Robert De Niro. I I never understood that. And then I watched the movie and... Mm -hmm. It works. It does. Jerry Lewis uh, plays like a Johnny Carson type. Well, here's the thing. I mean, sometimes garlic truffle works with a little strawberry jam on top of some garlic bread. It happens. Parents Sometimes. can work. Sometimes. Yeah, the nutty professor meets pineapple on pizza. 
Stop it. <laughs> Lobster on pizza. Stop it. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the second, second dumbest fucking story of the day. Um, this, I saw this one earlier today. I'm, I'm going to share the link in, in the, uh, um, in the chat room for everybody. This comes as we haven't heard from her in a while. Um, noted pleasant lady, <laughs> Michelle Malkin, <laughs> um, Michelle, Mal- uh, Michelle Mark- Malkin freaked out and sent out a, a six panel tweet of photographs of uh, of uh, Prince Harry. Okay. And she showed three pictures of him when he was in, you know, military garb, when he was serving in Iraq or Afghanistan, wherever he was. Um, and then three pictures of him at different events with Meghan Markle. Okay. And it says, and, and this, is, this is dead serious. She tweets, the emasculation of Prince Harry in six pictures, the toxic impact of SJW Hollywood feminism on Western man cannot be understated. What? SJW? What? what? Uh, yeah. What so, is, so, right. so, I'm clicking yes. the link. I see that Ken I put, see it. Yeah. And, and I put the link in our chat. All, I mean, should he be wearing camouflage to a gala? Should he be carrying an AK-47 to uh, a little meet and greet? <laughs> wait, wait. Somebody explain. What's SJW? What's SJW? Yeah. So, oh, social justice warrior. Oh, good God. Yeah. Who's, yeah. who's a social justice warrior? Uh, Megan Markle is not. Yeah. None of this, again, none of this is true. Creating none of this is fake, true. Okay. A, so, creating a fake story to, to, to so they can get their base to be outraged and to get, you know... Liberals to react. It's. I love. I love the the I response. The tweet, the tweet by Jordan. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. I'm always saying SJW Hollywood is trying to emasculate men by convincing them to marry a woman. Yeah, I love this one from at JP Brammer on Twitter, and uh, he says, "Fellas, is it gay to have a wife?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the the responses are are great. Uh, like it, Yashar Ali, uh, everybody knows Yashar at Yashar on Twitter. Uh, wow, I can't believe Prince Harry didn't wear a combat uniform and carry an M4 to a meeting or a film premiere with his wife. What a soy boy! <laughs> Nothing more ma- than emasculating than check notes. Having a smoking hot, brilliant wife who clearly adores you and makes you feel better every day. Real men marry guns but cheat on them with a picture of Trump <laughs> when they, <laughs> they're not jerking off into a sack while sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this, whole, this, this whole thing with, with Megan and Harry, I'm not a royal watcher. Yeah, I, I mean I either. It, like glancingly, I loved Diana. I did. I loved Diana back in the day, um, and I remember the funeral. And I think a lot of people brought up the fact that when he was a he was a little he was not a young man. He was a little boy, following his mother's coffin. And he has done podcasts about mm-hmm. his struggle with with mental health issues. Sure. And I was not aware of the racism that. His wife has experienced over there in Britain until recently. I'm sure yeah. a lot of us have seen that BuzzFeed article, you know, comparing 
Kate, when Kate held her baby, you mm-hmm. know, before she had the, you know, when she was pregnant, Kate yeah. pulled her, her baby bump. And the comparisons, I, I, like I said, not a royal watcher until, you know, just recently when they said they wanted to step back from this. I don't blame them. Yeah. God, the whole thing is so, I, so, so fucking ridiculous. I don't is. get the whole royal thing, uh, Joe. No, I'm not into it at all. And, and you know, I said this at the other meeting. I, I hope that, that, that Harry and, uh, and, and they, they just, and, and Megan, they move to Canada and stay there. And mm-hmm. the rest of the royal family should get the Romanoff treatment. You said you, I said this at the other meeting. Did you? Are we a meeting you, now? You meant you meant you meant the other podcast. You meant Tim's show. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. At, at dinner the other night. At no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I've been at dinners and meetings and <laughs> dinner meetings. Well, I love this. Here's a good. Here's a, another good tweet from Tommy Viator. Um, uh, it says, I wonder why he stopped wearing his mil- uh, No, he says, I wonder if he stopped wearing his uniform because he left the military. No, can't be. Too simple. So- <laughs> the other thing that kills me about that, just historically speaking, again, not a royal watcher, but I do like history. And, and, so. and you know, that family is part of world history. The mm-hmm. queen served on... The, she served. Like, she wasn't... Not that... Before I step in it, not that women like uh, uh, wasps, no, not wasps. Um, the women who served during World War Two. The waves. Oh, waves, no, wax. Wax, wax and waves. Not wax, wax but she waves. served. She was like wax she was she, the, she before, before she became. I don't know if it's. No, I think I don't know. It doesn't matter. I watched the she crowd. Worked, she <laughs> worked in a. She worked in a in a tank factory or something. Yes, mm-hmm. she served. Yeah. Yeah. Harry went to the, he went to the front lines. Yeah, he mocking did. He him, did. mocking him like this uh, it, again. I'm telling you, they're going to end up like the Romanoffs. It's it's really disgusting, and I you know, I I think that what they're doing is pretty incredible. That they yeah. just wanted they want to take a step back. They love each other. Harry has acknowledged, which is not mm-hmm. easy for a lot of people in no. a position like he is, in in whether it be royalty or high up in government to say I have suffered from mental health issues. And she has too. Yeah. To say I want to take a step back. So well, Michelle Malkin is just she's a garbage person. Oh she is. Not only she that, is. there's there's such rampant racism in England about Oh her God, being black. yeah. Oh God! I mean, and 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 that's yeah. let's 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 cut to the chase here. That's the crux of what this what's going on here. Oh, absolutely. You know, that's the crux of what's going on here. That she's been battered by the press in in England because she's black, and he's tired of it. And yeah. Who so is she? Shit? Here's another. She, shit. Be, she does not want to be treated like the token black princess in England. Yeah. She's a person, and 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 see now she's also an American. Yeah. She is a strong American woman who married into the royal family, who is basically saying, I, I know that I married you, Harry, but I don't need to put up with this. So let's yeah. figure something out in there, our relationship. A, it, I really it, uh, like what they're uh, yeah. doing, even though it's uh, hard. Another another good tweet uh, from James Felton at Jim M. Felton on Twitter. Michelle strikes me as strikes me as the type of uh, the type who'd yell gay at a heterosexual wedding. Yeah. Um <laughs> And, yeah. uh, you know, I, uh, but seriously, this is, 
This is so insane. And of course, right wingers are all freaking out because apparently there's some kind of conversation where Harry was asking if uh, um, some somebody at Disney if um, uh, Megan could get some voice acting work or something like that. Who cares? Who cares? He's not a fucking politician. Yeah. He's not an elected official. You know, here's the other thing. If if you're a fucking American, then you certainly shouldn't care at all. I don't know royal protocol. Yeah. I mean, maybe there is something there in the royal protocol, whatever. But if you're an American, he an American on Twitter bitching about that, shut up. Oh my God, there it's so, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. Um, but yeah, so that was um, th- those were the two biggest dumb stories of today. Uh, and um. <laughs> Um, but, uh, this, this one's kind of funny. I don't know if it's true. It's gross. It's awful. If it's true about Matt Gates, this is a story by Charlie Nash over on media. This just, uh, broke, uh, two hours ago, Florida politician accuses Matt Gates of inventing game for sleeping with AIDS interns, lobbyists, and married legislators. So, um, uh, Matt Gates oh. sent out a tweet about, um, uh, let me see. Uh, Chris uh, Letvala, Chris Letvala, a Florida State representative, sent out a tweet because he uh, Letvala had a um, a picture of him with uh, Al Sharpton and Matt Gates is, says Sharpton is called cops, pigs, white whites, interlopers, Greeks, homos, and Jews, diamond merchants, um, and that is disgusting. That is disgusting. Um, but, uh, All Chris, which he uh, has actually apologized he for, has. And I mean, Chris, I, this, yeah. I'm going to go back to something that I do believe in redemption of people. I do too. I do too. But, uh, Chris Latvala fired back. He says, and you created a game where members of the Florida house got points for sleeping with AIDS, interns, lobbyists, and married legislators. Hope DC is treating you well, Congressman. Um, and, um, so anyway, uh, yeah, and that, there was a tweet about this uh, from Mark Caputo. It says, uh, "Hey, ladies, source young male Florida reps have a point system contest. One point for having sex with the lobbyist. Two points for staff. Three for other legislators. Six for married legislators." And um, it says representatives allegedly received. Uh, yeah, never mind. Uh, Gates denied you know, the I, Gates denied the allegation, telling Tampa Bay Times he had no idea what Chris was talking about. Uh, but yeah, I would like I'd like drunk. I I'd like uh, I'd like to see um, you know I'd like to see if somebody look into this if this is actually true. You know, Trey Radel got didn't... fired for a lot less, or got shit. You know, uh, res- had to resign for a lot less. Cocaine. On the other hand, on the other hand, you know, Kavanaugh became Supreme Court justice for a lot yeah. more. I, this does not sound unbelievable to me. It doesn't either. I mean, I, G- Gates I'm is, saying it. I'll is say a it. gross guy. It doesn't sound guy. like something I would dismiss out of hand because this is a dude who literally, how many freaking DUIs has he had dismissed? Oh, geez, I don't even know. Um, and and we've seen his behavior in the house, trying yeah. to storm committee hearings that he's told he can't attend. Yeah, he's irrational and creepy. Adam Schiff, absent yourself, sir. 
Um, but yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I don't see that being, uh, that, a, a far stretch at all. So, uh, so yeah, that was, those were a few stories I wanted to, to mention earlier, but seriously, I just can't stop thinking about how angry I am about Vince Vaughn. Oh my God. I mean, it, they, they are pushing that, that so hard over on Fox news. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Well, they're on the libs. They're on the libs. Hey, they got us. Yeah. They really pissed us all off. Oh, we can't sleep because Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Maybe yeah, that's I mean, why I couldn't sleep last night. It had nothing to do with the fact that Melania wore a freaking embossed garbage bag. <laughs> a repur—I thought it was a repurposed SS uniform. Jesus. Jesus, it was like a, it was like a, a a shiny slicker. That was a weird of. outfit. Were they indoors? Yeah. I, that's what I, I thought. I think indoor so. raincoats, everybody. Indoor raincoats. He tried to yeah. hold her hand again. He tried to hold her hand again. Oh, or maybe he boy. pisses on her. I don't know. Oh. I think that that makes sense. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> and Matt Gates was in charge of that game. And that's one to grow on. Uh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> and that's oh, one, one to, to grow on. on. Or shirt on. <laughs> So sure. maybe it was a shark resistant, uh, shark repellent. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, yeah, well, I'll tell you what, let's go ahead and we'll, we'll go to the break. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, just all this nonsense, all this nonsense, seriously. And, and oh, but one last thing about Michelle Malkin, I want to say one of the most emasculating things I could possibly think of is waking up next to her. Because she's so unpleasant. And if she is the slightest bit critical of the men in her lives like she is of people that she doesn't even fucking know, then God help you. She's going to make, to to cop a line from Chris Lavoie, she's going to make some guy's life really, really long. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't know. I think that she and Matt Gates might get along. Well, she is married. She is married. And I'll tell you what, I've seen pictures of her husband. He doesn't look that happy. I mean, Prince Harry looks a lot better. I mean, her her husband's like kind of a little squidgy, has a little, uh, you know, he's kind of balding. It seems, you know, a little prematurely. And, uh, you know, but I mean, seriously, she just doesn't seem like she just seems so unpleasant. She seems so wildly unpleasant. And again, you you can't... My personality on this show is a lot like my personality in real life. You know, I, I, I clean it up if I'm feeling a little down or something. I try not to bring people down. Every once in a while, I lose my shit on the show. And, you know, and that's, it, you know, and people in my life will see me lose my shit uh, when unshow related, you know. So, I mean, there, mm-hmm. there are, there you know, my personality here... A lot like real life Kenny Pick. I mean, almost identical. Um, you know, but again, I try not to bring people down too much. I try to always be the cheerleader. Um, and uh, but yeah, I mean, Michelle Malkin's personality and her personal life. I mean, I bet she is just wildly unpleasant at home too. I, you know, I, I I mean, I I just I cannot see her being 
a genuinely nice person and and doing something that's completely you know it, she seems like she'd lay a lot of guilt trips like real heavy I, guilt trips i i think that most people like ken i've met you joe we haven't met in person but i think ken can back this up um who i am on this show is is who i am I suspect that Michelle Malkin is who she is too, and probably Sean Hannity, and obviously, oh God, what's his name? Falafel Man. Bill O'Reilly. Oh God. Bill O'Reilly, right? He, he's. I think Bill O'Reilly's more awful in his personal life than he is on TV. Yeah, yeah. I think so. that's maybe the case. I don't see how you can. I don't see how somebody can do a show once twice three four five six seven days a week and not reveal at the very least a good part of who you actually yeah. are no yeah. no no you can't be comfortable and be acting all the time yeah right. oh yeah. well not with the talk show or anything well you sort can of you, news or pundit related if no. you're I mean, you see it all if, the time if, when if, you see a guest come on one of those talk shows and they're just a terrible interview and no matter how, how skillful the, the, the host is, they, they can't draw anything out of them. Well, you can be comfortable and lie all the time if you're a conservative. We see that. Oh, if you're Trump, yeah. Yeah. Well, just about any conservative. It's a requirement. Yeah. It's a sociopath. Yeah. So, all right. Let's go ahead and uh, go to the break. Um, and uh let me see uh, i think we want to listen to we haven't heard the list in a while by bobber so let's go ahead and play that but yeah uh we're gonna go to the break when we come back i got a little bit of audio for everybody tonight and of course we do uh an hour two after name calling we're gonna get cat on to give her list that she wasn't able to uh have for us on friday so it'll be an addendum to our, our listicles episode <laughs> Um, uh, but that's coming up in hour two. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night with me, Rain, and Joe right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com.
Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. I am Miles Lagant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife, Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! 
Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God! They've killed Kenny! You bastard! What a worth It's showtime! It is showtime, and uh, welcome back to it. And I need to make an admission tonight, because when I said I had fish and corn for dinner... <sighs> What happened was, <laughs> uh, no, we had some frozen fish fillets, and uh, Susan was putting them in the oven. I was like, I'll get the corn. And so I went down to get a can of corn, start opening it up. I open it up, and I'm like, son of a, I picked up cream corn at the goddamn store. Oh, oh. cream corn. So Susan looked, and I she was like, cream corn. Susan, Susan looked, and there was, uh, I, I, I'll eat it, but I'm just not that big of a fan. I just prefer corn niblets, you know, or corn on the cob. Uh, and so Susan went to the cupboard, and she's like, here's some regular corn. I was like, okay, we'll have both kinds of corn. So we had two kinds of corn. <laughs> uh, so uh, <laughs> I should be regular. <laughs> <laughs> Um, corn. When did I eat corn? To paraphrase, at least you remember eating corn. Yeah, ah. yeah. So. In the future, try chopping up some red peppers. Uh huh. And yep. put putting in some black beans. In the cream corn. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yes. Yes. I, I'll do that with the regular corn. Um, I if I it. if I ever accidentally buy another can of cream corn, I'll do that. <laughs> so, I mean, it's still gonna it's still gonna be sweet, but the red peppers, the little black beans, but not the can of you know drain them. Well, yeah. Then fry them up, fry them up. Well, I'll tell you what. You know what happened? Pour some dumb rice. Some dumb bastard took that can of cream corn and set it down where the regular corn was, and I ended up walking <laughs> out with it. It was Matt Gates. So it was. Um, some say, and of course, welcome back to rain from four freedoms blog, Washington, DC. Thank you for the cream corn advice. Just, I'm just tossing it out there. Yeah. You're so, welcome. It sounds grosser than it could be. I've yeah. never eaten it. It, I just made that up just now. Oh, okay. All right. Also, look at that. Recipes on the spot with the rain. And, and throw some chopped onions in there. Put some garlic. Put it up. Oh, oh my God. I think, Joe, maybe the next time you get a cre- can of cream corn, you could do a cream corn pizza. Use that instead of the sauce. Put that God right damn on. it, <laughs> Joe Santoris. Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Just put it on top. Put it, put it right, right on top. Pop it in the oven for 10 minutes at 350. <laughs> and out comes, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Green pizza. Uh, creamed pizza. Uh, yeah, so, anyway, uh, yeah, so I, I just felt like I needed to come clean about the corn you could just, for dinner. You could just take cream corn and strain it. Get a little strainer. <laughs> it doesn't work you know, so well. You really can't. There's, no. Yeah, well, you, have you, you have ever to, like, tried it? I have. Yeah, you strain it a little bit, and then whatever's stuck to the kernels, you just uh, rinse in your sink. Your little sprayer, and you know what you're left with? Yeah, corn, 
corn mush. husks. Just yeah, the, corn hulls. The husks, just, just the husks <laughs> of the little corn nuggets. That's so. <laughs> well, anyway. that's your opinion. <laughs> anyway, tell that to the corn husks. All good ideas. Flatten them out and fry them and make a corn tortilla out of cre- creamed corn tortillas, people. Mix it in with some flour and stuff and make corn fritters. Do that. Oh I'll my god. Good with cream corn and cream chip beef. A delight. Yeah? I no. over toast? <laughs> toast. That's <laughs> soggy toast. <laughs> I used to have cream chip beef on toast. That was a thing. I see a show in the future where people call in and just give us an ingredient and tell and us how to make it into a meal. Joe will just say, put it on a pizza. That's yeah, all. Joe, <laughs> do it the Italian way. Just put sauce over it. Yeah. And that's all the And now it's I a new Italian dish. Sunday Joe's sauce cures everything. Corn pizza with gravy and mozzarella. Mm. See, I can't put sauce on pizza. It's already on there. Now with our famous hot gravy. <laughs> now gravy on pizza. That would be different. Sure. That would not be gravy. That would be roast beef sandwiches. You could dip dip your crust in that. It's an idea. So Chuck roast pizza. Oh my god! Chuck roast pizza. There you go. Chuck roast. Chuck roast with gravy, potatoes, vegetables on on a pizza uh, shell. I'm not sure which recipe uh, Will in Chicago is talking about. He says, Kenny, that might vi- violate the Geneva Conventions against gas warfare. I'm, maybe he's talking about my double corn. So, it could uh, be all of the things that we just discussed. Could have been. Could have been. Could have been all of them. So, oh, Also, Kat had a pretty funny comment about uh, Melania wearing the raincoat indoors. She said, it was at the Superdome, and Melania heard that Hurricane Katrina was there. <laughs> Dark, Be West, but funny. Um, so yeah, God, she, yeah, because well, Melania, I'm thinking she's probably not the uh, sharpest Crayola in the box. So, um, uh, but anyway, all right, let's go ahead and uh, and get back to uh, well, let's get to some audio and uh, see what we got because I I got a little bit of audio here, not a ton. Um, but I want to play, start off with this clip from Jake Tapper because, uh, the, the Soleimani uh, assassination and the lies that are coming out of the white house and the administration are just full throttle. I Can mean, I tell you something before we go forward? Uh huh. I am much more sad that we killed Soleimani than Trump talking to, um, Vince I know Vaughan. I'm going to lose sleep over this Vince I, Vaughn handshake. What? What? Is, so why? Sad. I'm so sad. Why would God Vince let this Vaughn. happen? <laughs> why would Vince Vaughn do this to us? Uh, I I don't know. I think uh, I think. Uh, why would God let this happen? Yeah. So. <laughs> thank oh, you, you man. Thank you, Bob Odenkirk. Um, Humanity. Yeah. The actual level of concern on this zero. Thank you, Rudy. We'll have some news on you later, too. Uh, and Lev Parnas, everybody. 
Uh, but yeah, Jake, Jake Tapper, um, and you know, breaks down all the different lies and different stories we've heard about the Soleimani assassination. Breaking news in our world lead and brand new CNN reporting that seems to undermine President Trump's justification for killing Iranian General Qasem Soleimani. Two officials say that the State Department was not told that there were imminent threats to four embassies, despite President Trump's claim huh. on that matter on Friday. The president on Twitter today said, quote, the fake news media and their Democrat partners are working hard to determine whether or not the future attack by terrorist Soleimani was imminent or not. And was my team in agreement? The answer to both is a strong yes, but it doesn't really matter because of his horrible past. So, yes, Soleimani was a vicious leader of an organization that the U.S. government considers terrorist. And yes, he had the blood of innocence on his hands. But whether or not these attacks, the strike against him, uh, and whether or not the attacks he, we were told he is planning, he was planning, are imminent, and whether these alleged plots are backed up by actual intelligence and evidence, that of course matters, because that was the reason that the American people were told he was killed. And it was a key part of the justification as to why the Trump administration argued they had to act immediately and without consulting Congress. Both President Trump's Defense Secretary Mark Esper and National Security Advisor Robert O'Brien were given chances this weekend to offer any evidence, any proof to back up the president's claims that he made Friday on Fox News of plots to attack four U.S. embassies, and they were not able to. In fact, Esper made it clear there was no actual intelligence that the president was referring to. He was just sharing his belief. I'm not going to discuss intelligence. What the president said was he believed it probably could have been. He didn't cite yeah. intelligence. <laughs> he believed it probably could have been. Yeah. Today, President Trump is so aggressively trying to make his case, retweeting this depiction of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer standing in front of the Iranian flag wearing traditional Islamic clothing. A retweet that prompted the head of the Anti-Defamation League to write, quote, it's outrageous that Donald Trump elevated such repulsive anti-Muslim bigotry, unquote. The White House press secretary defended that retweet this afternoon by adding to the smear. I think the president is making clear that the Democrats are have been parroting uh, Iranian talking points and almost taking the side of terrorists and those Bullshit. who were out to kill the Bullshit. Americans. Almost taking the side of terrorists. Yeah. So, I mean, they are, and we lost Joe. I'm trying to get him back on, uh, but oh. they've kicked this into, you know, uh, again, overdrive. The disinformation and the lies and the smears, vicious smears against Democrats uh, saying that, you know, we, you know, we and our leadership, uh, you know, care more about terrorists than Americans. We love terrorists. You know, the thing that, what what's his name, uh, Collins, how do you apologize? Is that his name, Collins? Oh, Doug, Co- Doug, Doug yeah. Collins apologized yeah. on Twitter, and that uh, that apology doesn't count until he does it on TV. Yeah, it doesn't count. But the simple fact is, because he said it, it gave permission to every other fucking jerk, including the White House press secretary, who won't hold press conferences any or press briefings anymore. Uh, basically, you know, it, it, it's Over a year. carte blanche. What he did, you know, and especially since he didn't apologize uh, on camera, you know, it's given carte blanche uh, to uh, every other jerk out there to say it. 
in one form or another, including Hogan Gidley. Hogan, nobody named Hogan Gidley deserves to be on a TV unless they are on a Saturday morning TV show, a comedy show for kids. Yeah, Joe, are you back? No, he's not I don't back. see him back. I'm gonna try and add and, him and back quite in. honestly, Ken, I'm going to tell you something. I'm a little bit distracted because okay. it seems like there is a story okay. breaking. There's right. a story breaking. That Lev Parnas and his, oh, I know, the people he was working with, yeah, mm-hmm. were actually um, thinking about eliminating. And this story's breaking, but um, there were death threats against Ambassador Yovanovitch. Oh, okay. By, well, by right. Parnas and his friends. Well, let's let's right, talk right. about that. Let's talk about that next segment. Do a little, you know, if you want to read up on yeah, it. Um, I'm gonna, yeah, because I want to stay on topic to here. Distracted with with your That's talking. Okay. It's like, why is this trending? And yeah, yeah. this is okay. So, all right, we'll Hi, talk Joe, about it next back. segment. But Joe, Joe, you're back. Uh, I don't uh, know how much of that he, that you yeah. heard, but uh, um, basically, it was you know uh, they can't get their story straight on you know any of the, anything on the Soleimani assassination. Well, because when you start to, you've the last lie, so you 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 have to keep changing the story because you forgot what you said yesterday. Yeah. And then when you have a bunch of people all lying and making up stuff all on their own without any lie coordination, that could that that becomes very complicated. Yeah. Um, Basically, baby, mm-hmm. baby Trump had a tantrum. Because he thought, because somebody on Fox News says, ah, this is Benghazi. And he said, go ahead and kill somebody. Yeah. I mean, that's, it, that's, pretty, that's what happened. And, 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 and we've and had... And they're trying to cover, they're, they're trying to reverse engineer an excuse. Yeah, and, and they're basically at the point where the, when they complained about Hillary Clinton, what does it matter whether it was, you know you know, an organized attack or spontaneous event of, uh, based on that, that video, that anti-Muslim video, which I still contest. I think it was both. Um, and, um, you know, but what difference does it make? That's what Trump's saying now. Trump is saying that now because he keeps lying so many times about this entire Mm -hmm. story and each one of his lies concocts a whole new story nobody yeah. can keep up with his lies well here's uh, I, mean, I, I yeah. know what joe was saying but trump will be like well i took a poop well it really wasn't a poop it was sort of liquid the shark and you know everybody's like well we had to clean up the poop but no you didn't have to clean up the poop because i really didn't take a poop it was actually a pee he he lies about everything everything and i know i'm using the poop analogy it's gross and disgusting but he lies about his lies. Yeah, he does. He does. Well, in in here, let me How play the, the next keep clip. Up with that, yeah. Before we run out of time, let me play the next clip. This is uh, Chris Cuomo on the Trump Trump triple step on the Soleimani assassination. The Trump triple step is in full effect once again. What is it? Lie, deny, defy. Take Iran. It was imminent because Iran is bad, and this guy was a terrorist. Okay. But why imminent? Crickets. No proof that it was, period. Then 
The president denies that fact and says it was about the embassy that they hit in the past and four more, something even his inner circle can't back up. Yeah. Well, the president didn't say there was a tangible. Uh, he didn't cite a specific piece of evidence. What he said is he probably he believed. Are you saying there wasn't been, one? I didn't see one with regard to four embassies. Embarrassing. Then comes where we are now. Defy. Who cares about the rules and Congress and the Constitution? Look at this. Fake news media and the Democrat partners. Who cares if it was imminent or not? Oh, it matters, Mr. President. When Hillary Clinton talked about whether it was a protest or a planned hit that took down Benghazi and why that mattered after the fact, Trump folks went nuts. But now you say, the president says, there were American lives, they were hanging in the balance, and this choice had to be done. No respect for the legal standard for use of force, and that matters. But we hear nothing from his defenders. This toxic triple Lindy that he does matters to him most of all, I argue to you. Why? His demagoguery demands that he sow division at all times. He needs to do this so much that I have a bet. I bet that this president can't go 21 days, that's how long we have until the Iowa caucuses, without lying, denying the obvious about a mistake by him, or defying a norm for his own gain. You want to bet? Iran will be Hell almost no. impossible for him to talk about and win the way he has to. I, I mean, seriously, uh, uh, Cuomo, that, that's, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Nobody's taking that fucking bet. Not even Trump cultists. Um, uh, of course, then, of course, they would lie and say he didn't lie. I mean, it's it's... It is the most, you know, I mean, this is the most crooked, dishonest uh, period I've ever heard of in American history. Um, you know, this is just, it's madness. It is just a madness of fraud in, in deceit, in criminality, in indecency, in immorality, all of it. And, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm trying to read up on the Lev Parnas thing, too, so we can shift gears in the next segment. But, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry about this. I'm, that's OK, because I, I have another like story. I, I have another Wall Street Journal. Yeah, because I have another uh, another story about some evidence they're turning over. Um, but but I just want, you know, I figure we just have a couple minutes left in this segment. Um, and, um, uh, let me, let me blow through this next clip real quick and then I'll give you guys uh, a little bit of time to, to discuss. Um, uh, this is a shorter clip from Juan Williams on, um, uh, on, on, uh, going, you know, talking about Trump and his cult, you know, just, uh, you're just making shit up now. The idea that somehow Democrats are to be as Trump was today, putting Schumer and Pelosi in this picture with the Arab here, the meme, yeah. and they're at uh, the Iranian Retweeted the meme. This yeah. is a vile thing that somehow vile. Democrats don't go after terrorists or hate on people like Soleimani. Every Democrat has made a clear statement. Soleimani was a bad guy. And then finally, that NBC then says, oh, yes, seven months ago, he he gave the authorization. If if you have a shot, okay." So then Trump comes out and says, what difference does it make uh, if uh, if I had information about an imminent attack? The defense secretary says, I never saw any evidence of any imminent attack. Uh Trump says to Laura Ingram, oh, there were four embassies. This guy's making stuff up, and you guys are just running around like, oh, anything he does is just fine. Damn. (laughs) Amen to Juan Williams. Amen. 
Yes. Ah, man. Uh, you know, everything's just fine. No, he's just making shit up and whatever. No, it's fine. It's it's great. No, it's 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 perfectly fine. You know, he knew what difference does it mean if he knew seven months ago? It's that's imminent, right? You do, you wait seven months. Yeah, that's not imminent. And if if that's the case, and he decided to, and he seven actually, months is. Go ahead, Joe. Seven months isn't imminent. No. Pregnant. No, it's not imminent, especially when this administration came out and said it was imminent. They killed a contractor. Seven months. No, this this is increasingly looking like a violation of international law. This is bonkers. I I mean, it really is increasingly like with every new story that this entire administration concocts. Because Trump tells another lie about this, they're really backing themselves into a corner of we killed we killed a guy on on you know we killed a member of government. This is not even like a rogue state like you know Osama bin yeah. Laden didn't have a state. This is somebody who was a part of a government. We assassinated him. That is against all of the rules that we established when we created the United Nations and and NATO and 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 all of it it's breaking international law and every day it looks more and more like that and the fact that Trump came out and said eh who cares i don't care doesn't matter well joe joe yeah, what you- we have is a crime family posing as a love yeah you're there Cutting in, yeah, you're cutting in and out. I'm having Skype problems tonight. Oh, but we have here a crime family, a government. I think that Joe and I agree. I think we lost Joe again. Oh, well, Joe, are you there? Can you hear us? I'm I'm just cutting in and out. I, yeah. Okay. Uh, why don't you yes. uh, you want to why don't why don't we go? Yeah, I can hear you a little bit, but why don't we go to the break and maybe you can uh, kill yeah. and uh, reboot or something. Oh, reboot. Let's phrasing. Kill. No. Well, I was going to say kill Skype and reboot. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. So sound good, Joe? Okay. Yeah, I think he got the message. So yeah, I do too. All right, so let's go ahead and go to the break. Uh, we'll give Joe a little bit of time, and uh, he should be right back on with us. So hang tight. We'll be right back with more Turn Up Tonight right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Light out. Everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now... On with the show. I wish that that liberals would make an effort to understand our position like we try to understand theirs. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. 
What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. And welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And I believe we have Joe Santorso back with us on the line. Are you there, Joe? I think he's muted, but he, he looks like he's there. I'm I I'm not. I don't see him, but You're I'm there. not muted. Oh, I, I know that surprises can, me. Can you hear me now? <gasps> yes, Joe, there you go. Can you Joe. hear me now? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Much better. Then we're okay. All right, very good. Well, welcome back, Joe. Um, and did well, you want to thank you? Did you want to give your your quick thought because you skyped out? You, you were talking about a crime family. I said, oh, I all I said was that we have what we have is a crime family posing as a government. Yeah, a criminal uh, organization. That's yeah, that's that's all. That's all we have. Yeah, and now I, I, they're just trying to make sense of all this stuff that Rain was talking about on, on, on the TV. Yeah. And uh, they so you know they just got this document dump. Yeah, I, the, I'm I need to see what what all this is gonna. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll get to Apparently, that. Apparently, they yeah. were tailing the U.S. ambassador in Kiev. Yes, it, well, it uh, looks well, like they were trying to kill her. Kill her. I'm saying that and, preliminarily, yeah. but it looks like they were trying to kill her. And this guy, whoever Cat uh, uh, has mentioned that she knows him, um, he's running for Connecticut's fifth district. Yeah, he's in on it. And he's in on this whole thing with the Lev yeah. Parnas and the text. Uh, please pardon me, but I'm a little stunned at this well, doc. Welcome back, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington oh, yeah, D.C. Hi. So glad to be back. Well, this, uh, the, yeah, the story I'm, I'm seeing. God. Uh, um, the Daily Beast article right now. Parnas associate tracked ousted ambassadors' movements in Kiev. Um, mm-hmm. And there's some pretty, it's in damning, is <laughs> it says. Um, and there's a quote, it says, they will let me know when she's on the move. They are willing to help if you would, uh, if you, we would like a price. This is yeah, uh, from that's... Sam Brody, congressional reporter, and Betsy Swan, political reporter, updated at 742, uh, so about a little more than 20 minutes ago. Um, Pretty sure they weren't talking about how much you want me to buy that coffee for. Yeah, and it no, says talking about giving her an Uber ride. Yeah, it says uh, on the eve of the Senate trial to remove Trump, uh, House Democratic investigators have released a trove of documents obtained from the phone of Lev Parnes, an associate of Giuliani's, who was tasked with carrying out key parts of of the plot to pressure the new president of Ukraine to do political favors for Trump. The evidence released includes eye-popping new details about several parts of the story pieced together during the impeachment inquiry, particularly Giuliani's campaign to remove Marie Ivanovich, um, the former U.S. ambassador to Ukraine, who testified that she was ousted after being targeted in what she described as a smear campaign by Trump and his allies. 
In one exchange from March 2019, Robert F. Hyde, a Trump donor and Republican congressional candidate whose involvement in the Ukraine saga has not been previously detailed, sent texts to Parnas that implied he had access to people spying on Yovanovitch in Kiev, uh, according to the newly released documents. They know who uh, they know she's a political puppet, Hyde texted. They will let me know when she's on the move. They are willing to help you if you slash we would like a price. Guess you can do anything in Ukraine with money uh, was uh, 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 what I was told. Hyde messaged. Parnas responded, LOL. A photo of Hyde on Parnas' phone matches that of Connecticut-based Republican Ewing, uh, I'm sorry, the Connecticut-based Republican running for the U.S. House and Parnas attorney Joseph A. Bondi confirmed to the Daily Beast that it was indeed the same Hyde. Up until this point, Hyde was best known for an offensive tweet about Senator Kamala Harris that drew widespread condemnation. Reached for comment uh, on the text message uh, by the Daily Beast on Tuesday night, Hyde texts, texted, Bullshit is a giant bitch. Oh, well, that's nice. The documents also include new information about the push for a Ukraine-led investigation explicitly focused on the Biden family. Parnas turned over a photo of a note written on stationery from the Ritz-Carlton Hotel in Vienna that includes an instruction to get Zelensky to announce the Biden case will be investigated. The note, whose authenticity was confirmed by Parnas' counsel, also read, start communicating with Zelensky without Viktor uh, Pin- uh, Pinchuk in Ihor Kolomoisky. Um, Two influential, two influential Ukrainian oligarchs. Additionally, Parnas texted with uh, uh, Yuri Lutsenko, uh, former Ukraine, Ukrainian prosecutor, who pushed discredited theories about Yovanovitch's supposed hostility towards Trump. According to one March 2019 te- text message, Lutsenko uh, appeared to link Yovanovitch's uh, removal to an upcoming commitment to probe the Bidens. Um, so there's a lot more to this article. Um, there, yeah, there's a lot more to, to this document dump. Yeah. Um, towards the end, in between, interspersed in it, and I haven't read the whole thing, mm-hmm. but there's page intentionally left blank, and then towards the end, there are pages that are legit blacked out. And uh, page 28, there's a letter to Zelensky from Rudy Giuliani. Unbelievable. Now, keep in mind that this this entire document dump was from Les Parnes yeah. to, the House, to the House committee. So he had this letter. This isn't... I don't know if this letter was made public before, but he... Les Parnes had this letter sent to the president, President Zelensky or president-elect at the time, from Rudy Giuliani. He kept the receipts. Oh, he did. I'm saying there, there's an... Uh, Mediate has published some of the uh, handwritten notes. Uh, oh, my God. <clears throat> so, I don't uh, even... I, I want to say, oh, my God, and not even in a big, you know, our little jokey way, but yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. They were trying to get our diplomat killed. They were trying to, from what I'm seeing, I'm saying it. If I'm wrong, Friday, oh, I won't be here Friday. Tuesday, y'all can say I'm wrong. But it sounds like they were ready to just take her out in a very unfortunate accident. 
in order to get whatever the fuck they wanted in Ukraine. And I don't see any reason not to believe that Trump and his associates didn't know about this. It's, Hello? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just looking at the, the documents and stuff. It's, uh, this is insane. It's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. I mean, the letter, the letter um, to Zelensky from Giuliani that, that um, Les Parnas, like I said, kept receipts. I'm a private counsel to Donald Trump. Just to be precise, I represent him as a private citizen, not as president of the United States. I find that really weird that he had to really make that clear. This is quite common under American law because the duties and privileges of a president and a private citizen are not the same. Separate representation is is usual process. That paragraph right there is him to me saying to Zelensky, this is a private issue, not a presidential issue, which once again, it makes me think about the idea that, you know, the emoluments clause. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on a truly impressive victory in the recent election. I have great fondness for your country and have visited there often. I have even had the privilege of being there most recently on in 2017. Um, along with many others, I'm very hopeful that your election is a real turning point and allows the Ukraine to prosper and overcome some of the longstanding pro- problems of the past. Anything I can do to help you and your country would be a great honor. However, I have a more specific request. In my capacity as personal counsel to President Trump and with his knowledge and consent, I request a meeting with you on this upcoming Monday, May 13th or Tuesday, May 14th. I will need no more than a half hour of your time and I will be accompanied by my colleague, Victoria Tonsing, a distinguished American attorney who is very familiar with this matter. Please have your office let me know what time is convenient for you and we'll be there. Think about that. It's it's madness. It's absolute madness. I I think that that letter might. I think that letter might be a smoking gun because Rudy Giuliani is legit saying I am acting outside of the president himself. Even though the president is, you know, the guy I'm working for, I'm working for President Trump. So, however, I have something for you to do. As a personal representative of Donald Trump, mm-hmm. I actually am thinking right now off the top of my head because this breaking news stuff just gets my juices going. Maybe Nancy Pelosi should withhold one of those articles of impeachment. Uh, maybe I don't know. Uh, Joe, what are your thoughts? Well, after three years of this, <laughs> I'll reserve judgment. I mean, we've been here on the air so many times when so many what we thought were big stories came up, only to have everything just, you know, obfuscated, smoke, you know, uh, it, it just, I, I, I'm, I'll wait and see what, what these documents are and what they do with them. Um Certainly, they haven't transmitted the. Uh, They're not going to transmit the articles of impeachment until uh, tomorrow. tomorrow. She could change. Till tomorrow, so they, maybe they'll hold them back. But 
And they can always reopen the investigation add. on the house side and uh, and can uh, get new articles. I don't know. They're going to... I don't know. I don't know what, what this... Um, can can I about this stuff? I see, and I I mm-hmm. love. This is one of the reasons why I love you, Joe, and I I mean this, because I am like, oh my god, let's get him. And Joe was always the guy who was like, let's just take a step back. I'm just tired of and chasing I appreciate that unicorns. You know, it's this, just like like I said this, on, on Tim's show the other day uh, Sunday. I said, <clears throat> talking about oh, you know that. Uh, um, John Bolton might testify. John Bolton will never see the inside of the Senate. I don't think he will. And if by and if any by any chance they get him there, then they'll he'll just say I can't talk because of executive privilege. This is bullshit. Right. I I mean I mean and and all this evidence agree with that. All this evidence that's coming out tonight, I hate to say it, but it's not gonna matter. I don't I'll tell you where I'll I'll tell you where this is gonna matter. November 3rd, this is going to matter. The trial will be held all this summer, all this fall, and the jury will make its verdict November 3rd. Mm. I just hope that all America that can still reason is reading all this stuff and is finding out what this man is all about. That's all. Because we're not going to get any relief from the Senate or a trial or anything else or an investigation or a special counsel. I, I'm through chasing those those uh, those unicorns. I, I, I'm done with that. I don't think this is a unicorn, though, tonight. Because these are actual documents that have this, been entered. Sure, sure. And they the won't committee. read them. And they won't read them. And the Senate and, and McConnell will not allow them to be entered. They'll say, no, it's not part of the original package. We don't want to hear it. Mm. The, they they don't want to see it. They could just turn a blind eye to it all. Well, I, I see. And will. Joe, and I will. still think they can still have hearings over in the House. I think there's, there's going to be, look. I, and I'm not talking long, about unicorns because I understand. I mean, maybe there's your a, idea of a unicorn is different than mine. Well, if there's an R after your name, okay, there's a reason, okay? Because if they were reasonable people, there'd be a D after their name, okay? Those 51 Republicans or 53 Republicans uh, have R's after their name for a reason. They, I'm tired of waiting for uh, uh, Susan Collins or, or Mitt Romney uh, uh, to buck the party, they'll never buck the party. I, I think we're talking about two different things. I'm talking about these specific. What I'm saying is, they won't want to read this stuff. They won't want it introduced as evidence. And if it is introduced as evidence, they would just dismiss it as hearsay, 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 because they don't want. Because they have told you they already made their mind up, and there's not 67 votes to remove him. So there won't be a trial until November third. So I, I so getting back to my original thought here is that I don't know what's in these documents, but I I would ninety pre, I'm ninety percent sure they're not going to change a damn thing. They'll make the news cycle for a couple days, and then we'll be on to something else. But anyway, I'll shut up. I well, am not as pessimistic as you are. 
I'm agnostic on the matter. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm I'm kind of wait and see, but I'm a little hopeful that you know. I am too. I this, I am wait and see. I, yeah. I mean, I'm talking about the thing, the information that has been given. Yes. Because here, here's the thing, and and I want to make this clear because I don't I don't want to I I get what Joe's saying. I totally get what Joe is saying, but I'm not talking about what is going to happen going forward. Uh I'm talking about what is happening right here and right now and tonight. This, I don't know if it's a game changer or not. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't know if this has to do with, you know, whether or not, like I said, I, I'm my first thought, and I said this enthusiastically without thinking off the top of my head, is maybe she should keep the one article which has been proposed. On the other hand, you know, this these documents still can go back to the House, and they don't have to be a part of the impeachment, doc, you know, the impeachment inquiry. They can be something simply that the House can investigate and go forward with that without it being you know, an impeachable thing. Well, because you know, the it, house, the house is still in charge of oversight. Like uh, they still get to say, why, what, 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 what's going on with you, Les Parnes? You're, you're indicted by the federal Lev. government. Lev. Oh, Les Lev. Or Lev. <laughs> Look, I, I'm not. I, you know, uh, that's my. I guess my point is this. Yes, all this information is is nice if it's being digested by the by the voters. Okay, because they're the ultimate people who are going to make the decision whether Trump gets a second term or not. It's not going to affect this trial. It's not going to affect the impeachment, the trial, or anything. These people are willfully blind. There is nothing that you're going to bring up to them that they're going to see as damning evidence, okay, against Trump. And like Kat said, it can't be hearsay if it's in their own words. No, it can't. And it is in their own words. But they'll say it's hearsay because they make their own reality. Yeah, they make their own. Reality. I don't they think make it up. anybody. If has the sky is blue, they'll say it's black because you want they want it to be black. And they'll say this is hearsay, and this is illegitimate evidence, and and we don't want to even and it wasn't part of the original package, so don't give it to us. Why didn't you investigate this before you sent the articles over? You know, it's it's the, the, some bullshit they'll come up with. Well, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, um, right. I, I have I have very little faith in them too. So, uh, what is going on? I have faith in our <laughs> so, justice system still. Susan's Susan's banging metal parts around. Um, she is throwing that empty can of creamed corn across the kitchen. She should. She should. She should have hit me in the head with it because that was my fault. Um. And I said, should I eat it all for my penance for buying the wrong kind of corn? And um, I'm glad I didn't. She didn't make me. So uh, anyway, uh, uh, all right, well, uh, we'll see what happens. I want to go to break a little bit early just in case we get a wild hair for uh, giving things out to people in, in, the, in name calling tonight. Uh, because we do have Cat on reverse calling. And, uh, and, of course, I want to give uh, Barb an, uh, another birthday baner. Um, anybody else have birthdays? Let me know. But yeah, so we'll be calling Cat uh, after name calling, and she'll give us. I believe she has a top ten list. I won't spoil it. I've probably already mentioned it on, on air, but uh, it's something I asked for, and uh, and I'm I'm very excited to to hear uh, her list. I'll just say it's a list of songs. That's what I'll say. 
Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, let's go to the break early uh, and uh, get the, I have the correct green news report tonight. So let's do that right. But yeah, so we'll do that. And uh, yeah, let's think. What can we... Um, um, maybe we can give some fake documents to people and <laughs> or do- <laughs> documents they can ignore uh <laughs> in uh in the chats i don't know but uh we'll figure it out uh yeah so let's go to the break we'll be right back with lots more turn up the night right after this turn up the night with kenny pick occasionally i get a jerk like you here so thank you kennypick.com it's Tuesday, January 14, 2020. The number of billion-dollar disasters just really seems to be growing. Yep. Last year, U.S. saw 14 weather disasters costing a billion dollars or more each. Australia's catastrophic bushfires caused $2 billion in economic damages. 2019, the second hottest year ever recorded globally. Plus, we are not the criminals. The criminals are the people who are letting this world burn for money. Those are the criminals. 150 arrested at Jane Fonda's Fire Drill Friday climate protest. All of those arresting developments and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. What is your position on global warming? Do you think it's a hoax? No, no, not at all. Nothing's a hoax. Nothing's a hoax about that. It's a very serious subject. I want clean air. I want clean water. I want the cleanest air with the cleanest water. Yeah, but what do you think about global warming do you really not know the difference yet or are you stupid this is your green news report Okay, Desi Doyen, I know you were unhappy that Cory Booker was getting out of the presidential race, but now I understand why, I think. Uh, Yes, uh, Democratic Senator Cory Booker of New Jersey suspended his bid for the 2020 Democratic presidential nomination on Monday. The League of Conservation Voters praised Senator Booker for, quote, bringing environmental justice issues to a national audience. Booker's climate policy proposals focused comprehensively on ensuring justice for frontline minority communities that suffer the brunt of both industrial pollution and climate change disasters. So this is above and beyond climate change itself. Tom Steyer is still in the race. He's still fighting uh, against climate change. As all of them are. But this is about climate justice, something quite different. Exactly. The poorest communities, the black and brown communities, are the ones that suffer first and worst from industrial pollution and extreme weather events. Another reason to be sad Cory Booker is gone. Meanwhile, 2019 was the second hottest year on record since record-keeping began in the 1880s. That's according to the European Union's Copernicus Climate Change Service. 2019 capped off the planet's hottest five years on record and its hottest 10-year period ever recorded. All of it due to man-made climate change. In Australia's ongoing record bushfire crisis, two massive bushfires straddling the border between Victoria and New South Wales merged over the weekend Mm. to create a megafire measuring 1.5 million acres, larger than the state of Delaware. And that's just one fire. Driven by record-shattering heat and record drought, Australia's fires are now so huge they are creating their own weather, including thunderstorms. The bushfire 
wildfires are releasing millions of tons of CO2 and pollution into the atmosphere. Wildlife experts now estimate that bushfires in the southeast alone have killed more than a billion animals. This is horrific, these fires in Australia. How long does wildfire season go down there? It's going to go for several more months. Australia's economic damages from the 2019 fire season so far have already topped $2 billion and counting, and the season has not even peaked yet. Climate disasters are also costly here in the United States. Last year, the U.S. experienced 14 extreme weather and climate disasters that exceeded a billion dollars or more in losses. That's from multiple events like the record Midwest floods, Hurricanes Dorian and Imelda. That's all according to NOAA's annual extreme weather report out on Monday. Overall, extreme weather and climate disasters in 2019 cost the U.S. nearly $150 billion. The number of events is also increasing. Since 2010, the number of weather disasters costing a billion dollars or more was twice the number that we saw during the early 2000s. Extreme weather disasters over the last five years alone have cost the U.S. $525 billion. Wow. And to be clear, when we're comparing billion-dollar storms, that is after they are adjusted for inflation, correct? Correct. Finally, 150 people were arrested, including veteran actors Jane Fonda and Martin Sheen, on Capitol Hill on Friday during Fonda's final weekly climate demonstration in D.C., known as Fire Drill Fridays, demanding political action on climate change. It's part of a new national campaign launched by environmental groups called the Stop the Money Pipeline to pressure banks, investment firms, and insurance companies to stop financing the fossil fuel industry and the climate crisis. Here's Fonda. It's called suicide investing. It's insane. And one of the worst offenders is J.P. Morgan Chase. It's one of the largest sources of capital to the fossil fuel industry in their quest to drill and frack and mine. The Fire Drill Friday protests go nationwide on February 7. And how old is Jane Fonda at this point? She is 82. Man, I hope I'm still not protesting this stuff when I'm 82. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. This is Indy Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! What is something that you believe the president has done well? Uh... I... I... I just... I'm not really sure is. I just support him. Mmm... Mmm... <laughs> uh... 
That was a Trump cultist in uh, Trump's, uh, uh, or was that this Cincinnati or Toledo? Oh, Toledo rally a while ago. Thank you. Uh, Dad sent that to me a few days back. So, um, uh, and thanks to Vic Berger for for finding that. Vic, if you don't follow Vic Berger on Twitter, do it, do it, do it. He's great. Um, and also, before we roll along, come here, buddy. Come here, buddy. I'm gonna see if I can get Tennessee to talk on air for everybody. Tennessee, say hi. Say hi. He doesn't like being held that much, so. And he was in the middle of get, giving himself a bath. Ow. Come on. Ow. There. Mm. Oh, meow. <laughs> that, listen to that tiny little oh, cute voice. He's so cute. He's going to shred me if I don't put him down. Now he's down. All right, Tennessee. So. <laughs> Yay. That was so, awesome. Yeah. There we go. So Tennessee. Uh, uh, yeah. He, he talked on Adam's show the other day. All you got to do is pick him up for like 10 seconds and he's going to say that. And then he's going to start pushing on you with his back feet, especially if he's giving himself a bath because he's like, no, I'm giving myself a bath. I don't grab you when you're in the shower. So, oh. uh, but uh, anyway, welcome back to the program. Uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello. I just want to say this quickly. Mm hmm. Good luck to Sandy's mom, who's having yes. cataract surgery tomorrow. I have met Sandy's mom. She is a fucking pistol. Oh, nice. Nice. Like she actually so. was like, "I'll adopt you." So she'll adopt me, and your dad adopted me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We are literally a mixed family here. We at Turner are. Points. We are. It's it's a. It's but a, yeah, good luck. Good luck to Sandy's mom, and you know, hang in there, Sandy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'll give an uh, I'll give an amen to that uh, for sure. So amen. Sandy, ah, Sandy's got to get up early in the morning, she said. So, and oh, yeah. last but not least, Mr. Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania. Are you ready to get into a little name calling, Joe? I will. I'm getting. I'm re- getting ready to get 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 involved with a little uh, cataract surgery myself. So. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, there we go. All right. Later here we go. Good, right? That's great. Oh yeah. Well, here you go, Maybe Joe. We'll see out of my left eye. Okay. Oh. Go up to Scranton with me. Big place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm gonna have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's gonna be a bumpy one. <laughs> we could jam and Joe's garage. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? Ain't no party like a Scranton party, because a Scranton party don't stop. <laughs> All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. We're going to have a birthday triple shot here, too. So, All right, so um, what kind of... Or should we give out documents that uh, our chat room can I ignore? was going to give everybody... Uh, uh, yeah, well, I have some headlines from old Scranton newspapers that they can Oh, ignore. okay. All right, then you do that, but just be quick about it. Oh no, I, I I don't have time to do that. Oh, you know, I might give you a few uh, at my parting shot, but I no, I can't do that. Oh, okay. Well, um, yeah. Let me move right. along. I'll just play. I'll, I'll play sound clips for everybody. Okay. Uh, we have Adam Hebert. You know, excuses are like assholes. Everybody's got one, and they all stink. Okay. okay. I, I, I don't know if that. Okay. Uh, Francie. Aspersions on my asparagus. 
Okay. Or heads. Uh, Heather? Um, Inconceivable! That one's from Adam. He's, he's going to have uh, me for that. That's an Adam one, one. yeah, yeah. Uh, Jake Holly? I drink your milkshake. I drink oh. it up! All right. Wow. Cat? I'm all for freedom. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. And let's see. Ken Sr. Be best. Hi, Dad. Be best. Ah, uh, be best, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> and President. Biscuit. He gets a biscuit. A biscuit. Uh, okay, let's see if we give Rain a drop here. Oh, Rain? Um, Rain. Let me see. Probably hears that noise a lot. <laughs> okay, and the one and only Tim Coromel. Oh, I got one for him. Latte. There you go. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tim loves that one. And oh, here, here's one. Trojan rabbit. rabbit. Oh, oh, Trojan rabbit. Uh, Stonehenge, yeah. where the demons dwell, where the banshees <laughs> live, and they do live well. Okay. And last but not least, from the great Midwest, Will from Chicago. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. There we go. Sad to say, Will, that uh, Chicago Uno's closed down here in France. <laughs> oh. No. Yes. We no, no longer have a Chicago rep- representation here. Well. Uh, all right. Well, birthdays on the agenda. We, we want to give uh, Barb uh, uh, another uh, uh, round with John Boehner. And okay. uh, Jay Colley's birthday is tomorrow. Hey, happy And happy. Francie's best friend's son, uh, Stuart, turned 36 today. So, for Barb, wow. for Jay Colley, for Stuart, take it away, Boehner. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends. For coming to my birthday! There we go. So, happy birthday, everybody. And, um... Yeah, so, uh, now, did you have cake for Barb? We had cakes. Cakes? Cakes. Okay, yes. do tell. Yes. Well, well, you know, we have a, a little tradition here. Not everybody in the family, when we get together for birthdays, likes the same kind of cake. So we sometimes get uh, two birthday cakes. Oh, no, that's, that's considerate. And it works out. That's considerate. I like that. Yes. She so. she liked the peak to the... Uh, the, what was it? Uh, like a pecan type cake, and uh, oh. some people like chocolate, so we had like two. So like the the green kind of cake. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I dig that. Yeah, I yeah. dig that. Any any with fondant icing. Uh, I think one had whipped cream icing, and oh. one had uh, just the regular uh, oh. uh, buttercream. Whipped cream yeah. icing. Wow. Wow. Oh, whipped cream icing is. Yeah, well, it's love awesome. that stuff. Love that stuff. So, yes. and you, you, what do you have to do to be able to eat that? Me, uh, you take, you know, that meter that you prick your finger and you 
you take your blood sugar reading? Yeah. You throw that away. Oh, okay. Oh, I was going to say, do you just embed it in yourself for the entire day? In- <laughs> you just do not look at it. <laughs> do not want to know. <laughs> that number that comes up? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. And then, then when you're just done, just the bullet there. Just uh, you know, let the sure. old uh, metformin take its uh, spin the wheel of fortune. Its, uh, course, that's yeah. uh, there's a pill for this. <laughs> I just pop yeah. the pill. We're good. And then, uh, uh-huh. and then when you're done, you say, "I can't believe I ate that whole thing." You ate it, Ralph. There we go. You All right. It, uh, yeah, I ate, I ate the ice cream. I ate the cake. You ate it I ate the lasagna my sister-in-law made for us for oh, dinner. Wow. All right. Over All right. And over again. Yes. All right. Let that us. Not from Wegmans. No, no, yeah. no. Not from Wegmans. All right. Let us get to reverse colon. Hello. All right. Cat, are you there? I am, and uh, your phone identifies as Lowellville, Ohio, which is where my grandfather went to high school, where my mom's first house after she was a baby <laughs> was. So, that was intentional. No. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> no. It was good old Greater Youngstown. <laughs> oh, very, very nice, very cool. So, uh, yeah. yeah. It, so well, Cat, uh, say hi to Joe and, and Rain. Hello, Joe. Hello, Rain. Hello, Cat, darling. It's been a long Kat. time since I've talked to you. <clears throat> yeah, it's not been a very good fall in my family. So I, yeah. Well, we know That's... we. we... Yeah, we, we hope everything's going well for you right now. Um, I, I know things aren't, you know, are never perfect for anybody, but, you know, I hope you can, you know, take it as it comes. So, uh, yeah, that's all we can do. So. Yeah. Well, it, it's great to have you on. Uh, you missed out on uh, Friday with us, but I still, I'm so excited about this listically. Listically. <laughs> uh, that uh, we, we decided, well, let's get you on on Tuesday uh, to, uh, to, to do the thing, to, to, to read your list. And um, I didn't want to spoil it. I think I've already mentioned it before. Of course, when I was assigning lists, uh, but I think maybe people have forgotten because some of them even forgot their own lists or they were just like, that's a shitty list. I'm making up my own. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so tell everybody what your top 10 list is and I'll get the drum roll ready for your number one. Okay. So the list I was given was top 10, in my opinion, Kiss songs. Which is exciting. Exciting! I always love hearing because Kiss has such a huge catalog of music, and I also admire Cat greatly for valuing the no makeup era of Kiss, where so many people will disregard them, but they had some great music that came out in the '80s before they they did the big reunion in the '90s and put the makeup back on. Um, but uh, so so yeah, I I admire you for that, Cat. But we're both obviously we're this, almost the same exact age, and you know so so we you know our kiss largely when we were you know getting it starting to get into music. I mean, we both loved Kiss in the seventies, but I think we were probably too young to fully appreciate what they were. 
and then when we started buying new albums this is it or started hearing radio play for some of their the stuff in the 80s that kind of influenced us so to me you know it, that's admirable and you know i i really i really don't like it when people trash them for um you know the the no makeup days because I, I honestly they have a lot less integrity now with you know the ace and peter imposters than you know when they acknowledged who actually was in the band you know yeah and and the thing that i dislike about that is you know the the makeup was the identity of the individual who was wearing it yeah so having having uh the the two newer guys wearing ace and peter's makeup just doesn't make any sense to me yeah you know and initially when ace left the band some um the bruce kula came in had his own makeup vinnie vincent for a very brief period had mm-hmm. his own makeup and then they took the makeup eric off. carr i think eric carr is who you meant because kulik never really had any makeup but eric eric carr uh, well was the yeah Fox. when he replaced peter right yeah. um I wasn't sure if uh, Kulik had had been on a tour with them and had makeup on that tour. No, there was there was some there were some I think some early makeup designs, but then they just ditched it all together yeah. because you know Vinny lost the makeup with uh, with Lick It Up, I believe. Yeah. Because he came on before that as the Ankh Warrior, so right. But um, but anyway. So uh, and so uh, this is going to be more of a 70s era heavy list because those when I went back when I was in college and listened mm-hmm. to the older stuff that that stuff that I really did like yeah. a lot more of course when I was in college um that was the same time Hot in the Shade came out, which had that awful uh, ballad that Michael Bolton wrote for them. <laughs> the Forever! Yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, and I'm going to start off um, with some honorable mentions, and Lick It Up will be, is an honorable mention. Also, Calling Dr. Love is an honorable mention, and nice. Ace is an honorable mention. Nice. Um, so starting with number 10, Sure Knows Something. Oh, great song. Great song. Yeah. And that was off of, oh God, what was Sure Knows Something from? I can find out, uh, but, uh, go ahead. Okay. So after that, I, I have it number nine, Hard Luck Woman. And I like this one as much for the cover that Garth Brooks did on the um, Kiss My on Ass the tribute album. Yeah, yeah. Sure, know something was on Dynasty, right? Um, number eight, Love Gun. Love Gun's a great tune. Yeah, oh, it, loves it, song. it's got one of the more uh, easy. Easily uh, sung along with 
I don't know. It's pretty complex. I think it's uh, love gun, love gun, love gun, love gun. Wow, I'm surprised I remembered that. So. <laughs> uh, number seven, Detroit Rock City. Okay. Number six, a song that a lot of people uh crap on but i i personally like it a lot mm-hmm. and that's beth wait okay. say that again beth beth. beth oh beth i liked beth beth i hear beth. you calling but i can't come home right now yeah it, it's it's something that's such a departure from typical kiss and that's that's one of the reasons why i like it yeah. Wasn't that one of the very first, like, rock ballads? It was one of the first symphonic uh, hard rock ballads, I, mean, I would say. I'm not going to lie, because you all know I'm not, I don't hate Kiss. I'm not a huge Kiss fan. Yeah. But when I heard that song, I was like, I'm going to listen to some more of the Kiss. <laughs> of the I, I, to the kiss. <laughs> true, it's true. I liked I liked Beth. Beth was it. It opened my world up a little bit more to kiss. Nice. Um. Okay. So then, number five, and one of the reasons this makes my list is it's the first track from the first album. It's like uh, one of the best introductions a band had to their to what would be their body of work and that's okay. strutter yeah strutter is a great tune i mean that you you can't that guitar riff alone is just enough to make you go nuts you know it's so good and and like i said for a first song on a first album it's hard to beat that <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, my number four, probably one of my favorites from the uh, Unmasked era, is Heaven's on Fire. Oh, love that song so much. I, I realize that the band had less to do with that one. That one's definitely got Desmond Child's fingerprints all over it. Yeah. But it's... It's just a very, a very perfect early mid '80s hard rock anthem song, and I really, I really like it. And there are a lot of memories from um, going to wrestling meets in middle school that are associated with that entire album. So, yeah. So that uh, that was my number four. I'll tell you what, there is. I think this is it. I'm going to share this link for everybody, and I think everybody should watch this. Um, This is like a 40-minute documentary about Desmond Child, the songwriter, and uh, it's on YouTube. Um, Fascinating stuff. You you know Desmond Child. He is everywhere. He, He is written for... Um, you know, Bonnie Tyler for Aerosmith for uh, um, uh, oh, 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 Bon Jovi, Kiss, tons he, of people. He wrote "If I Could Turn Back Time" for Cher. Oh, that's right, he did. 
He did. And um, what was the uh, what was the song he wrote? Could turn back time. Well, he wrote well, the the big song for Bonnie Tyler was. Uh, uh, um, well, that that was uh, Steinman, Total Eclipse of the Heart. Wait, what was that? Oh no, 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 no! There was a song wait. he wrote for Bonnie Tyler that actually was holding out for a hero, maybe. No, there. Uh, uh, it's it's weird. It's in this documentary, but I, I don't want to get into the weeds too much. But basically, he yeah. you know the song "Shot Through the Heart" by uh, uh, you know Bon Jovi. Uh, you give love a bad name. That song. He wrote that song twice, and Bonnie Tyler did a version of it, and Bon Jovi did the one that we know. But oh. basically, basically, what he did is I think he didn't like what happened with one of the versions, so he was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do it again." And I think he did it with Bon Jovi is what happened. So, uh, but I'll, I'll find out what that is. Um, yeah. But continue with your uh, list. Okay, number three, another one that uh, a lot of people dump on, including members of the band, because it was their disco hit, I Was Made for Loving You. Oh, yeah. I will admit that I actually like that song, too. Sorry, go ahead. I was made for loving you, baby. Yeah. You were made for loving me. That that was the song that first really got me into Kiss. Um, when when I was a little kid, we were still living in Connecticut at the time, and uh-huh. my my brother had my older brother had the stereo on when we were cleaning up dishes after <laughs> dinner and that song came on the radio and it was just like oh my god this is really kiss yeah <laughs> because it was it was a departure from a lot of the stuff from the early albums <laughs> yeah that and i think probably I love that song too kiss i mean yeah. cat cat kiss cat cats become kiss <laughs> for the night um the kiss. <laughs> um, well, oh, the the name of the song that okay, this is it. This the name of the song is if if you are a woman and I was a man. If you are a woman and I was a man, and it, it, it it's the same exact melody as you give love a bad name. So Bonnie Tyler did that, and I forget the story behind it. But um, th- there's oh. so, there was some kind of weird controversy about how the song was done or something, and um, yeah, because that was recorded. It was released. Oh man, 1983. I don't know, but um, anyway, there, there it's it's interesting. Um, so anyway, Cat, uh, 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 go ahead. You're on number two now, correct? Yes. And for number two, I have rock and roll all night. Okay. Oh, okay. Very nice. I, and now I know the controversy, what it was, Cat. Listen to this. Um, it says, uh, uh, Child has since stated that the song was rewritten as You Give Love a Bad Name for Bon Jovi as he was de- dissatisfied if uh, you were a woman and I was a man's chart success. Tyler re-recorded the song on her 2004 album, Simply Believe. So he was pissed off that it didn't chart. 
So he rewrote it and then it charted. <laughs> so that's what it was. So uh, fascinating story. But yeah, watch the Desmond Child documentary. The guy's amazing. Um, and he's all, uh, also had a lot of personal struggles with his sexuality, too, that, you know, um, that uh, really, and he, that he worked through very well and, you know, created a lot of great art through the pain. So, uh, but all right. So, Kat, are we, are we at number one? We are at number one. All right. Here's the here, roll. There. Number one is Shout It Out Loud. Nice! I wish I could play it right now. That would be so awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, so, yeah. Great list. Awesome, Cat. And, and you know what? If you're interested, Cat, I can do a lightning round on this. But I do. I have been working on this list for a long time. I could give you my Kiss Top 20 lightning round in um in no particular order because i just have a playlist on um on my on itunes if you would like i will indulge you go ahead indulge away all right real quick rocket ride from kiss alive 2 uh disc 2 deuce from alive cold gin from alive i i because i do love some of the live versions uh parasite from hotter than hell Shock Me from Love Gun, uh, King of the Nighttime World uh, from Destroyer, The Oath, music from The Elder, so many people hate that album, Creatures of the Night from Creatures of the Night, Talk to Me, uh, Unmasked, a lot of these are Ace Frehley songs because I really love Ace Frehley's voice, um, Talk, uh, uh, I'm sorry, and On the Eighth Day from Lick It Up, oh god I love that song, and On the Eighth Day, um, God of Thunder from Destroyer, because I mean seriously, God, that riff in God of Thunder is so incredible. Who wants to be lonely from Asylum? I love that song. Great no makeup song. I think Rain, you'd probably like that song. It's a really good uh, kind of pop rock song. Uh, Danger from Creatures of the Night, great tune. Another one from Music from the Elder, A World Without Heroes. Of allegedly co-written by Lou Reed and Gene Simmons. So, I don't know if you know that, what? but... Yes, A World that, Without... That is a pair. <laughs> yeah, that is a hell of a pair. But hey, Lou Reed did an album with Metallica that was terrible, but, you know, hey, whatever. Um, Exciter from Lick It Up, great song. It's like a it's like a total 80s metal song from, from Kiss. Yeah. Into the Void from Psycho Circus, great Ace Frehley song there. Uh, I've had enough into the fire from Animalize, Heart of Chrome from Revenge. That was uh, Vinnie Vincent wrote that um, uh, for them on that album. Uh, that was the next to the last no makeup album. Crazy Crazy Nights from Crazy Nights, and I love it. It's a guilty pleasure. Hide your heart from Hot in the Shade. Um, so, and, and I think Desmond Child wrote that one. Uh, Hide your heart. So. At least it wasn't Michael Bolton. <laughs> oh, it was not. Fuck Michael Bolton. No, no. Forever was never going to make that list. Never going to make that list. Uh, I, I think that's like the number one. Don't listen to it, Kiss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, and yeah, actually, in the documentary, uh, "Hide Your Heart," 
um, he mentions that that song was actually, I think, about him and his. Uh, oh man, yeah, I think that song, "Hide Your Heart," and also the um, the Bon Jovi song. Um, uh, living on a prayer were kind of both inspired by uh his um basically the 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 woman he was with for a very long time in until and she helped him work work through you know coming out as being a gay man so uh i think that those two songs are based on their relationship where they would just do anything for one another including support him in you know rec- coming out and recognizing his sexuality so uh what what would all these metal guys think about singing those songs now <laughs> uh some of them well, would be okay you know, with it. i i think that uh the metal community is kind of over all of that especially after halford oh yeah yeah so yeah uh, you know I, that that's true that is true so, um, but yeah, I mean, seriously, guys, metal guys, I'm, I'm talking to you. I, I had this roommate, um, uh, Ryan back in the early nineties and he was a big metal head too. And Rob Halford came out and I was like, Oh, good for him. You know, I was like, I, I you know, I kind of had, I kind of thought and so, and, and my buddy Ryan looked at me and was like, I didn't know. I was like, did you listen to all the lyrics? Did you see him in the did leathers? You, did you see, he kind of put Ether Boy and Leather Boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, yeah, I mean, I, seriously. They, they, read lyrics, Ryan. Read lyrics. <laughs> so, All right, well, Kat, that was an absolute treat. Thank you so much for sharing your list. We do have to get going to the break. Um, but, yeah, maybe we'll do a show in... Um, where we can compare lists and try and get cousin Curtis on with us. I think that would be a fun special, just a little self-indulgent special for uh kiss end of the road tour, <laughs> which will end in about 17 years or something like that <laughs> when they have to, um, when, when Gene when, Simmons, when they wheel Gene out in the yeah. wheelchair. Eh, no, he, come on. He'll have a hover around. And they'll also sell you a Kiss brand hover-around scooter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Anything for a buck. Oh, Gene and Paul, they love their money. Especially with Gene. Oh, God. God. I almost bought a Gene Simmons vault cat. I almost did the meet and greet. (laughs) And then Susan was like, think about it, Ken. Just think about it. I was like, all right. Never mind. So it would have been thousands of dollars, folks. Right. <laughs> and he's an asshole. So why would I want to meet him? Um, but anyway, all right. But then I could have put all that music on Indie Media Weekly, right? So yeah. because it's not available anywhere else unless you buy that fucking multi thousand dollar vault thing. So anyway, all right. Well, Kat, thank you so much for being on. That was very fun. Uh, and uh, I, I wish you a wonderful 2020. And we'll we'll talk soon. All right. All right. Sure. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. So, uh, Joe, I noticed you didn't mention much about Kiss during that. 
<laughs> yeah, I was. Well, while you were talking, I looked up who they were. And, oh, um, <laughs> Joe needed his. You know what Joe needed during that segment? He needed his own version of this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I looked up who they were. I see they were a rock band at one time, and they made some music. And some newfangled. No, I, I, I yeah, I, I obviously. I mean, I was in my twenties when Kiss was. You're more you working know. man rock stuff. You like, you know. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm a. I'm a like Springsteen, Springsteen and Billy fanatic. Vera and the Beaters and so uh, Springsteen. I did. Wait, do you uh, wasn't Billy? First Vera of all, the, in high school, I you know the Beatles and yeah. you know the British Invasion. That was my era. And uh, later on in the seventies, when Kiss was just you know, and I was never into really metal anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no. I, it was it was Springsteen. You know. Didn't you say and you like Billy? I mean, Billy? Didn't you say forward, you like? But I mean, yeah. Springsteen started in the early seventies with. Uh, uh, you know their their first album, uh, yeah. "Greetings from Asbury Park, New Jersey." Yes, and uh, it went from there, and they just got he just got better. You know what so I always there. thought. You know what I always thought was funny when I was a kid is when I'd see like documentary footage or whatever, and and people would be like grumbling about the Beatles having long hair. I'd be like, they mm-hmm. don't have long hair. <laughs> Because, I no. mean, I I had longer hair than the Beatles in the 70s, you know. I, like, had a big long... Oh. But I, very similar to a Beatles haircut. I kind of had the bowl cut, you know, long bowl cut. The Dutch boy, I whatever. I never really could have a Beatles haircut because I never had that kind of hair. Um, but I had a... We were just talking about this. I had a Beatles... One, the Easter... One Easter in the early 60s, I had a Beatles suit. Oh, my God. You have pictures yes, of that for Easter. I got it for Easter. Anybody? Uh, anybody yeah, in your the, family the have pictures? The collarless gray suit with the black piping. Wow! And the, the beetle boots, which were you know like high boots with like a, a oh, elastic yeah. in the side, and uh, they used to call them Cuban heels. I don't know why. Uh, you know, a high thick heel, and that, that's what they wore their first appearance on. Uh, and it's Sullivan. So um, any pictures yeah, that of that? Era. And then, like I said, as I matured, they matured, and we yeah. grew together. And then I got into Springsteen too, and uh, yeah. we both had roots in Asbury Park. So there. And did, uh, weren't you a fan of Billy Vera and the Beaters too? No, no, I don't know who I'm thinking of. Somebody, no, somebody was a big fan of the. Uh, I don't remember. Maybe uh, I don't know. So um, anyway, All right, I had. My, my my musical taste is very eclectic, but yeah, sure. I was never into metal at all, other than uh, Iron Butterfly, maybe Sabbath. No, um, Deep, Deep Purple. Uh, Deep Purple. Uh, yeah. Metallica a little bit. Yeah, well, because Enter Sandman, because um, well, you <laughs> well, know, sports. because of uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, I walked away. I thought we were going on break. We are going. We are going to break. We got to go yeah. to break now. I just, uh, I just felt bad because uh, Joe didn't, you know. Oh, no, no, no. I enjoy. So. I enjoyed. You know, that was. Fun. All right, that was fun. All right. Well, it is break time now. When we come back, we're going to discuss the Tutney Awards, the upcoming Tutney Awards for 2020. Tutneys in 2020. It only makes sense to have Tutneys in 2020 because Tutney kind of sounds like twenty, said by. <laughs> A Trump cultist. Uh, Tom, 20 years old. <laughs> anyway, let's get a break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. 
Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. And now... On with the show. What is something that you believe the president has done well? Uh, I, I, I just, I'm not really sure. Is I just support him. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. It is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. So interesting. The Tutney Tutney in 2020 coming up. And of course, joining me as always, welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the Tuesday edition uh, for January 14th, 2020. Right here on IndieMediaWeekly.com, Radio for Humans. Uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog. My sister from another mister, welcome back. Hello, darling. Thank Hello. you for never recalling me for my own safety. Okay. Because I might have been assassinated. Oh, God almighty. Seriously. Um, well, there's more things coming out. I know by well, Friday, you and Joe and, and the whole crew covering for me will talk about it more, but... Yeah. This is this is some fantastical and amazing stuff that is happening tonight. Oh, did I tell you guys I got called for jury duty uh and I'm going in next week for jury duty? <gasps> oh. No. Yeah. I'm going to try and get out of it. Is this like your like their county or your feds? Uh it's Cuyahoga County. Uh so oh, Okay. Yeah, that's not bad. No. Don't get called for a grand jury cuz that lasts 1 year. Oh my God! Seriously, I, if I recall correctly, um, didn't Tim get called for Ro- grand jury? Yeah, I think he did. Rob Poole from uh, formerly of Mike Check Radio got called for that too, and he was not happy with that. That's um, a year-long uh, commitment. Yeah, I, I'm hoping that never ever happens. But uh, uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to you, my friend. I am in the Electric City because we have electricity. Electricity, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, so now we need to we we uh, let me let me play the uh, the the original uh, Tutney. Uh, where do I have it? Yes, the original Tutney Award jingle that, that never happened. It never happened, and I think Rain expressed a, a big interest in doing this. So let, let, let's listen to this. The inspiration for what could happen, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the inaugural edition of the Tutney Awards. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick is proud to present 
the best and worst of 2013. Yeah. The Tutney Award. 2013, guys. And it never wow. came to pass. It never came to pass. Um, so so I, I figure Holy for... crap, that's six years. Jesus. Seven years. Well, oh my yeah. God, si- this yeah. It would have no. You're right. It would have been six years because I would have done that in uh, 2014. Um, but you know, uh, so okay. So so uh, the the what I said there, the best and worst of you know the previous year. So the best and worst of uh, it, and this is the thing. I'm not going to write anything down because we're talking about it now, and I'm recording it. <laughs> so I want people in the chat room. To give us your thoughts on what would be a good best or worst category um, mm-hmm. for uh, 2020. Also, I want. Uh, I'm probably going to start cobbling together what for I 2020 think. 2020 or 2019. 2019. Uh, for yeah, sorry about that. Uh, yeah. So uh, even though we already have the lie of the year uh, for from Trump, uh, but uh, but then again, give it time. But yeah, so. Uh, yeah, and Adam, you will need to buy a suit. Uh, there is no room in the budget, uh, but uh, I'll tell you what, I'll give you a voucher for Goodwill. Um, so, which is just a piece of paper that says, go to Goodwill. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, we need to figure out what, you know, what was 2019 all about? You know, in the context of what this show is. I think we could have dumbest, uh, you know, uh, I could probably easily put together that was play things that were played on this show, dumbest local news story. That could be a fun one. Because we had, and we could have. I live, I live in Washington, D.C. Yeah. So I'm well, I, out. Well, no, I'm saying, you know, no, no, no. What I'm saying is every once in a while I'll find local local news, sort of like the strip club that was in some guy's garage. So we could have worst local news story and best local news story. Like, you know, Joe sent us some great stories from Scranton, um, you know. From old, not, not 2019, <laughs> no. from 1819. Well, I mean, I think you you in in wasn't there uh, a, a, a a special? Uh, there was an election that had a great result last year. Yes. Um, yes. So yes, yes. yes there are did, some, yes. you know. So so we could come up with like category categories. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm trying to figure out right now because I have no idea, and you guys are smart. So I figured I'd, uh, you know, I and it, some easy ones would be. Um, uh, you know, well, like we, we started going through like the, the short audio clips. Um, we, we started doing a year end review. Um, and there are ones that I play. What I, what I would do is, is see what clips did we go back to the, you know, what's the best clip of 2019 that should stay for all time in my soundboard. And what honestly, Kenny, don't yeah. you? Seriously, can I ask you this? Don't you yeah, have sure. the ability to look at your sound clips and see how often you play them? Um, n- no, I, I, I don't. Oh, well, I but thought the, you did. No, the, no. Basically, uh, the best way I know uh, if I've played them a lot is if they're still in my audio card. Oh, 
Okay. So if they're still here, you know, it's like, uh, or, you know, maybe we could have most underrated, uh, you know, I mean, but, you know, um, let me see. I know there's, uh, like this one. This one's from last year. I've played this one quite a bit. Uh, a very long time. A very long time. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. Um, so, so you know, there, there are ones that I know are, are living here. Um, that, uh, I, I think this, was this one? This wasn't, this couldn't have been from last year. Uh, God bless the United States. I think that was no. from 2018. Yes, that is the problem with the Tutneys. Yeah. We really needed to keep going from 2013 well, on. You know, the the thing you're right, you're right, but you know, let's let's start with 2020, but uh, you know. I know. But uh, you know, the the one thing I I I'm almost certain I already one. have a category. I have a category. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I think both of you do. So, uh please. Um, in the past six months, can we just bring up the most misunderstood Trump word? Uh, yeah, that's a good one. It's a lot of work for you, Ken. It's a lot of work for you. Well, if, Actually, you, if we can go from this. memory. I'll help you research. Yeah, we, we, you know, because I, I want to do this in, like, say, when are the Oscars? The Oscars are in about a month, right? Yes. Mm. So we'll do the Tutneys in about a month. But great one already for short audio clips right now. This is a contender, and it got played a lot on the show. The Bast has three pillars. That's a classic. That was also 2018. No, 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 no. That was from sure? her. That was from her 2019 B Best presentation. The okay, tree, well, tree pillars. Tree pillars was 2019. I think that, um, since we're using that as a um, suggestion, yeah. I think that we can come up with better ones. Oh yeah, there's good ones, but yeah, th- this is this was the one. This was from the one year anniversary of Be Best, so that's why it uh, you know because that's this is from May. Be Best has three pillars. Yeah, so three pillars. That was only fucking May. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it seems like years ago, but yeah, fucking was, God. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even trying to be funny here, guys. Well, and don't you remember? Oh, don't you remember how she wanted it in in the 2019 one year anniversary of Be Best? She was expanding the a uh, part of it, one of the pillars. I have also expanded my focus of the d- dangers of opioid abuse to include kids of all ages. Because. Why didn't they include kids of all ages before? God, that woman. <laughs> yeah. I so. So yeah, the Oscars are February ninth. Livin says so. I guess that would. Uh, 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 so okay, so if it's February ninth, we could do we February ninth f- from twenty eighteen. We could do February tenth. Okay, from the year to the. Oh year. no, no! I'm sorry. Um. No, February. Uh, no, yeah, um, February eleventh. That would be a Tuesday. Should we do a t- Tutneys two on Tuesday? We should do our Tutneys the Tuesday after the Oscars. Okay, yeah, there it is. So, all right. So, so would, would our Tutneys include from twenty nineteen to twenty twenty? From twenty nineteen, like the Oscars from twenty eighteen to twenty nineteen. 
No, it would yeah. be twenty. You understand what I'm saying? It would be January first, twenty nineteen, to December thirty first, uh, twenty nineteen. Okay, so we have the so, date. Uh, yes. Ooh. So so. Work now, it, it, there's a lot of work, oh, and you know one. what? I might have there to is. go through. I might have to go through some episodes uh, of the Not show, a- and <laughs> maybe even just listen to a few episodes where I know there might be some standout moments, and try and find out some of the standout moments from Turn Up the Night. And the thing is, I think the Academy. Uh, tell me if you guys are okay with this. I think the Academy should be. All of the hosts and co-hosts from our show and Mike Check Radio, since we kind of, you know, we're all on each yes. other's shows all the time. And, yes. uh, and, and the Sues as well. And um, the Sues and because, Tim Cormel. Yeah, Tim could be part of the Academy if he wants to be in. And But we, we I think the three of us need to kind of try and put the list together. I'll, I'll you know, do my best to go through my lists and and find the most commonly played like short audio clips or dumbest statements things like that and uh and share that with everybody but i don't know if you want to scroll back through some old episodes on soundcloud and give a listen you know not to the whole episode but there were moments where we were just dying (laughs) over uh, you can tell by the show title if you go back and you look on SoundCloud at the show titles, usually it, it, I'll try and name. If there's something fucking wildly hilarious in the show, I will try and name the show after what we were laughing about so hard. So I think we should try and find, you know, each of us should maybe find three episodes where, um, you know, the three of us and Bobber, if he wants to. Try and come up with like nine episodes that have some standout moments, and uh, okay. b- because that would be great to revisit some, and then of course you know we'll do the envelope please and all that. So, but Can but I- J- Joe, go ahead. You had a category. Oh yeah, I, I was just thinking, uh, you know, the the best firsts of twenty nineteen. Best firsts. Do on, tell. On the Tutneys, like regarding the Turn Up the Night show? Yeah. Oh. First well, what, time we blah. Oh. Oh. Well, that's hard. But that's good. First well, time we what? We what? <laughs> first time first we what? First time we did something the first time on Turn Up the Night. Oh. Like a game we played? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we this is the this is the turn up the night show. The Tutneys. Yes. The Tutneys. We're awarding yeah. ourselves. We are. For our journalism exceptionalism. Well, and we're going to be our production yes. exceptionalism. Oh, okay. Am I wrong? No. Sort of. Yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, <laughs> Are you wrong? Uh, no. Stop yes. it. Uh, so. I mean, is it going to be at the? It's going to be a turn, turn up the night. Yeah. Yeah. Because I kind of like where Joe's going, and I kind of like where you're going, Ken. Yeah, and I I will figure out officially how many bits I made in 2019, 
and I'll let everybody else vote on what they think my best bit was. It's probably going to be the be best tree peelers one, but <laughs> yeah, I'll say right now because I had some pretty miserable little bits, um, and well, that sounded awful. Uh, so <laughs> I had Ken, some. Your bits, your bits are always delightful. Delightful. Uh, and Sue has uh, told me that. Sue is. Susan has. She she told me that personally. Oh, good. Good. They're the best. So, uh, but yeah. So, uh, but you know, I didn't. I didn't have a lot of comedy uh, sketches uh, from from. Uh, I did have. Well, we we did have uh, the the Christmas one as well. So that that yes, one could count. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. uh, although last year's was much better, I think. Um, but because uh, it had dog cheese in it. Uh, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh my so, god, oh my god. Um. Yes. But yeah, so you know, any ideas people have in the chat room, the, the you know that could be good. Um, uh, you know, I don't know. We we could even um, we could just people's go cr- like a people's choice award. Yeah, kinda. people's choice. Yeah. So people's choice. Um, we we could also uh, even though all the music is none of it is um. None of it's new, new, except for The List, which is the newest song, which came out, I think, in 2018. Um, I don't know. We could we could uh, come up with the most appropriate song for 2019. We know what song that'll be, and it's Macaroni's Fuck You. Uh, so <laughs> it's been appropriate since Spoilers. 2010. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah, really. So, yeah, so there, there's some ideas to throw out there. So I think, you know, maybe some... Um, uh, best moments, uh, you know, or, 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 yeah, I mean, just funniest moments mm-hmm. on Turn Up the Night, uh, and if we go through, again, seriously, uh, you know, we could do a, a show art category, too, and preferably people would pick the, the few pieces of show art that Joe's done for those, <laughs> um, because... <laughs> uh, while, while I was on the show. I have a few... I have a, I have a few decent pieces of show art from the last year, but uh, most of it, a lot of recycled stuff and and you know slapdash, um, you know. But uh, you know, but that's that's not a big audio thing. So who who even knows about that? So yeah, you know, they're they're yeah, fun. Forget, forget the the print or the digital stuff. Let's keep to audio. Okay, we'll stick with audio. But yeah, Peroni's I think Peron- oh, oh Peroni's disease was a big there hit. There is a clip oh, right there that you, you can know nominate. what? You know what? Another other cl- other moments on the show. Taint tanning. Taint that. See, there you go. Taint tanning. Peroni's disease. They could go together. You know. Here's, here's yeah. the thing. Everybody who remembers any particular little impromptu skit that we did, or or. Any Whatever we did, get over to turn up way, and out, suddenly went off the road, and never yeah, returned. just yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Go Which over, go fun. over to turnips and say most, most fun impromptu. Oh, we did a skit. Oh God, what was that one that I, Joe? I think Joe had to leave the show one night, and you and me, Rain, we went crazy riffing on. Something. Oh my God! That wasn't that long ago. That was like November, or December, or something like that. Oh, jeez. Yes. I can't remember what it was. Sorry, I know, Joe. but uh, but yeah, there there were some. Joe is the guy who keeps us in line. Uh, but no, uh, there. Was... Well, 
Oh, no, no, no. Oh, it was a voice. I did a new voice on the show. <gasps> what was that? Yes. Yeah, I did a new character. It wasn't Little Jeff, but it was... Uh... Oh, my God. What oh, was, was that? A, it was a voice I really oh, liked. Oh, wait. It was the Santa Claus. It was the... It was the oh, the... my God. Yes. Yeah. See how we work? The it, it was the drunk. Oh, no, it was like the Oh no, it was the right Maga Claus. That's what it was. Maga yes. Claus. <laughs> See, so Maga Claus <laughs> and, and and that's how we all workshop here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, so there's yeah, some Maga stuff. Maga Claus, I don't know about him. Yeah. Oh, he's he's rough. Uh but yeah, ta- tanning peronies about nominating um Going back to our top ten list, where it turned out was a couple. Of, it was just a couple of weeks ago. Where okay. it was supposed to be a Christmas list, and it turned into a top ten list. Are you talking about where? Where no, the resolution lists. Yes. Yeah, yes. and last Friday, because uh, you weren't on, everybody read their... It was only uh, last Friday. Yeah, well, no, last... Yeah, it was... It, uh, I think it was two Friday. It was two Fridays ago. I said everybody's New Year's resolution is to make a top ten list. And then yes. that's why Kat was on tonight, because she couldn't make it yes. for Friday's show, which, saying, which... It sort of changed. Yeah. Well, no, you were here Friday, but Joe wasn't. Joe missed out on all the lists. You were here. Yes. So yeah. So no, that's all twenty twenty. So anyway. All right. So keep. All right. I guess we can't do twenty. We got some good ideas. We got some good ideas here. So uh, you know, uh, 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 again, thank you for bringing up Peroni's (laughs) Joe because that was a big hit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just wanted awesome. just to throw a curve out there. Just yeah, wanna, you yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, twist in the tail. Uh, people should put up. People should put up. Um, you know, suggestions in turn up the night. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's gone silent right now. Just don't what get bent out. You know what? <laughs> I think it's because everybody's like, "Oh my god, I remember this from this show." What is it? And now this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope that's the reason. But yeah, everybody should go to uh, 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 look at uh, TUTN, Kenny Pick, SoundCloud. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud. Go back and you know listen what? to shows. Yeah, go and just nominate just, them. And here's the thing: I would say nominate yeah. them in whatever whatever field you think they should be nominated. Yeah, because and we can we can always like decide. Nope. It might be we'll difficult this over here. Another one might be difficult, uh, uh, but it, it could be fun. Is if you remember a Mad Lib that was wildly hilarious, we could do best Mad Libs. Holy crap, we can do Mad Libs. So you know, uh, and it, it might be difficult. Best, best list, best best list read. What about what the hell is that sound? We were given. Uh, Given things it toward the end of the year to the lists, you know. Well, best, that was uh, that was in 2020. We can't do that until next year. Oh, I thought we did that in 19. No, we did none of that in 19. No, no. We just did Didn't the list do, show the last. That sound we did the list show last Friday. Uh, you weren't yeah, we here. What the hell was that sound? We did the. Uh, oh, you know the the guess the price thing from the old. Yeah. Yeah. That was last year too, right? We did a few. We did a few games uh, last year. All right, not let's a just ton. Find them and use them. 
Come on. Yeah, we'll have yeah, to figure it out. Uh, I can figure out uh, uh, because uh, I have the files saved, the f the photos or audio files or whatever. <laughs> it'll be easy for me to find out what days we actually did the show, the the games on. So I'll share those shows with you guys. Let me do some research this weekend, and I'll. Yeah, because honestly, I feel like we did a lot yeah. of game shows in twenty. I'd say we did it. We maybe did four or five shows with games. I think we did one show that was all games, and then we okay. sporadically put games out here and there. All right. So. Well, we don't have to be honest. We can use some of the 2018 games. <laughs> I would like to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know. I know, I know you would, Ken. Well, I can we can nominate some of those movies from the thirties. <laughs> sure, sure. I was being a jerk. Laura and Hardy and Wings. I was thinking back to twenty eighteen when we had Jody on for a few of the game shows, and they were so fun. They, they were, they were. So, but, uh, but yes, we will be talking about Laurel and Hardy and Wings, uh, as well, um, and Duck Soup as well. So. But best show oh. ever. I love that our duck soup show. Since Susan just Susan just said Paul McCartney was in a band before Wings. So <laughs> you know different wings. She said that oh no, wait, wait, I gotta just say this. When I was working the the unemployment lines early in my career, mm -hmm. right? So I'm in my uh, late twenties, right? Yeah. One of the jokes going around was do you believe some of these young girls coming in now don't know that Paul McCartney was in a band before Wings? Really? Wow. It was a standing joke. No shit. With, with, and we were all, we were all people. We were all hired around the same time. We were all about the same age. We were like late late twenties, and we were going. Listen to these these young people coming in. They're like 21, 22. They don't even know <laughs> that McCartney was in a band before Wings, <laughs> and it was a standing joke. I'm amazed. I, um, can I tell you a little truth? I know yeah. we have to go to break. Mm -hmm. So, um, I knew that my mom liked the Beatles. My mom had a bunch of Beatles albums. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I kind, I kind of, literally kind of heard that the Beatles broke up because I was <clears throat> really young. I, I, I didn't care about that stuff. I heard about the Beatles. The Beatles were great. And then I heard... Paul McCartney and, and Wings on the radio. And I came to my mom. I was like, Mom, this song is so cool. And my mother was like, do you know who the lead singer of this band is? And I was like, I don't know. I just like Paul McCartney and Wings. Didn't even. I was really young. She was like, he was the lead singer of the Beatles. You've been listening to my Beatles albums for years. Wow. That's a true story. I know it's not that magnificent, it but is, it's good. I didn't. Good. I didn't know that Paul McCartney was the same Paul McCartney that was the guy that was in the Beatles. Yeah, you were with a whole generation of young people who didn't know that. Well, I I got yes. better. I got. Better. I knew. I knew. I literally, Joe. I literally was ten years old. Well, I mean, obviously, you weren't signing up for unemployment benefits yet. <laughs> 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 the people I'm talking about were claimants. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I literally was 10 years old. I was like, I really like this song, Mom. It's so cool. She's like, you've been listening to him forever. Well, 
I, I just want to say, uh, uh, Rain, in this ever-changing world in which we live in... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Give it a try, will you? <laughs> Give it a try. Um... <laughs> You know you did. You know you did. You know you did. <laughs> anyway, I, I didn't like wings. I like some of their stuff. I like some of their stuff, but you know, I was a Lenin. I was a Lenin aficionado. I'm. I'm a McCarthy guy. I'm. I do not like John Lennon. I do not like John Lennon. I'm a more of a George Harrison guy first. McCartney guy second. Ringo guy third, Lennon last, dead last. Wow. Lennon was our uh, our rebel leader. I go. I was working at the unemployment office the day he was shot, and I I had to leave. Where oh, were you? Where were you the day that he neglected his uh, oldest son Julian and favored his youngest okay. son? Over. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just fucking with you. Where, so, was, I? Where was I? <laughs> I was in high school. And I you didn't, didn't care. You, you know what? Care. If we're going to talk what? about, guys, if we're going to talk about Lennon, I just want to tell you, to me, to me, I hope I can, I hope I can describe this. I, I saw a, a meme or is it a meme? It's a meme. Uh, it's meme. I believe it's meme. Okay. So I saw a meme yesterday of Yoko Ono saying, I broke up the Beatles. And then next to it was was Meghan Markle saying, hold my beer. Ah, that's funny. That's funny. So there you go. All right. Well, let's go, to, let's go ahead and go to the break. We're way over. When we come back, we're going to give a sneak peek and maybe see if we can get some reaction um and you know from you guys we're gonna try and do some early nominations right now for i don't know we got to figure out a category maybe several categories most hilarious trump short edit because i just went through all, all of the files from 2020 and found all of the trump short edits from the entire last year and you got some stuff to clip so and add so yeah to so turnips page so yeah, so we're gonna we're we're gonna go through and, and see if we can find some early nominees right now, uh, but anyway, it is break time, and uh, let me see. And, and this, you know, obviously when we come back, we're not gonna have much time to talk, but that's why they're called short edits, because they're short and they've been edited. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. And uh, all right, let's go with. Uh, the Heart by Bobber. A nice song for the nice people. So, um, unlike those horrible songs that John Lennon wrote. We'll be right back with more. <laughs> Turn up the night right after this. Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful.
This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Indie Media Weekly Radio. This is the most substantive, intelligent, Thoughtful format in communication, in media, period. IndieMediaWeekly.com Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! (laughs) Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Scranton. And thank you, Columbus, because Kat was on with us earlier with her kiss list. Uh, And uh, from the band The Kiss. So... (laughs) And of course, welcome back, uh, Joe and Rain. And yeah, so I'm excited. So the Tutneys looks like we're set to do the Tutney Awards on what is it, February 12th? Because February 10th is the Oscars, correct? Ninth. Ninth. Okay, so the 11th. We're gonna do okay. uh, the Tutneys on the 11th. So you guys, you can't take off. But if you have to take off, let me know, and we'll reschedule. Uh, so, <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, one of the, uh, now we're going to go through some of the entries we have, cause we, we, we're going to have to do, I think several categories for short, 
Trump clips? Because uh, here's it, this one popped up first because it's the most recent one from 2020. And it's a good one, man. People are flushing toilets 10 times, 15 times. Yeah. <laughs> Here, here's another good one. This is from November of 2019. It's the first time in Thanksgiving that I've never had anything called turkey. <laughs> I've never had anything called turkey. <laughs> Did people just give him things called turkey <laughs> and he ate it it's like oh uh, there's a uh, some fruit by the foot i mean turkey here's a here's a dog turk i mean turkey <laughs> and he just ate it oh this is turkey okay uh, it's called turkey i'll eat it oh my god um uh, so, so those are good ones, right? Those are two. I mean, those are top contenders yes. from top. the end those of the are, year. Those are tippy top. Tip, tip, tip top. top. Sometimes we say tip, tippy top. Do, do we? Do we? Tip top shape. You know, seven, we eight, call nine, it sometimes nine. tippy top shape. Yeah. Uh, we still have a whole bunch of months, Ken. This is. We do well. I, I'm just, I'm just kind of going through. This is in reverse uh, chronological order here. So uh, we've got. Uh, let me see. What what else do we have here? Um, uh, this one is a little out of context, but uh, I like it. Happy, 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 happy. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, here's some classics. Here's some classics. These are. Uh, I forget. What, uh, let me see. When is this from? Open file location. This is from. Oh, from July. From July. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Infantry bin. Yeah. And, oh, uh, Jesus Christ. And this one, I think another top contender here. Our army manned the airport. It ran the ramparts. <laughs> it took over the airports. It did everything it had to do. Everything it had to do. <laughs> Ramming ramparts. <laughs> And uh, it amps it amps it amps the Peronis. <laughs> it amps the ampersands. <laughs> it amps the ampersands, right? Come on, you shouldn't like that. It used to be into uh, uh, you did graphic design and stuff like we amp the ampersands, so. Yeah, well, um, yeah. Okay, you know didn't what? Say that. I will create a design to invite everybody to our twitties. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, and rain. I will amp yeah. the ampersands. Oh, you're gonna amp the ampersands for us? <laughs> uh, I like it. Um, yeah, that could be the that could be the tagline for the tutneys. The Tutney, tut, er, Tutney, Tutney's in 2020, amp the ampersands. Amp the ampersands. And, you know, and if you don't listen... If I don't listen, you're not going to know. Yeah, so... Jesus, I'm, if I don't <laughs> listen, you're not going to know. Oh if I don't God. listen, you're not going to know. Uh, and, uh, oh, oh, this, here's, here's a good one. Um, I'm so young. I can't believe it. I'm the youngest person. I am a young, vibrant man. 
Oh, my God. Okay. Again, yeah. you're going to have to clip these to me, Ken. I'm not telling you what you have to do, but I strongly suggest... Well, I'm going to make a list. I'm going to make a list. I'm going through right now of all the short so, edits we have. So people so. on Turnip, you know, on our Turnips page or whatever can vote for them? Well, it, this is the Academy will have to vote on these. So, so you know. Oh, okay, yeah. that's true. So, uh, now audience suggestions for what we can vote yeah. on, that's another the thing. Ampersand. So, amp the ampersands and ram the ramparts. I'm, I'm literally, ram the ramparts, amp the ampersands. I am literally, I'm not kidding with you guys. I'm putting this into my, I'm writing this down. Oh, nice, nice. So, so I don't forget it, so I can just create a design. The Tutney okay Tutneys, the Tutney Tutneys What's in that? 2020. Huh? I'm creating it. Ramp the ramparts and amp the ampersands. Uh, and this was... <laughs> This was Trump grunting about windmills too. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, there you go. Yeah, so that's a good one. Was oh. it, was, was it hmm? this past year when he said that it caused cancer? Uh yes, because mm -hmm. I was making jokes about that on the way down to your guys' party while I was texting Joe and I took in well, I, I was uh, not texting Joe. I was actually sending it to the, the Turn Up the Night production chat. <laughs> I took pictures of windmills, and I said, look at this bird graveyard we just drove past. Uh, yes. and See, Joe, that's, that's a great yeah. point, man. Me and yeah. Joe need to go through. Yeah. Well, that could be... Yeah, great moments from our uh, Turn Up the Night production oh chat. God. That would... Oh, my God. That could be a coffee table book right there. So, <clears throat> oh, here, here's a good one from, from Trump uh, from uh, 2019. Peachy Dory. Peachy Dory. Not Hunky Dory, not Peachy Peach Keen. Peachy Dory. Yeah, we can't watch that because it's now on Disney+. Plus. Uh, <laughs> Peachy Dory is on Disney+. Plus. Very good. So, uh, let me see. Um, I don't know if this is any worthwhile or not. Let's see what this is. Uh, I say to my colleague... I'd be oh, no. Oh, no, that's not... Okay, never mind. Um, oh, man. What is this from? This is from... Uh, hold on. Who, who said this? Oh yeah! Uh, the, oh, this is a good one, but th this probably would fall into dumbest fucking things ever said in uh, 2019. <laughs> Frank Luntz said this about Trump getting booed at the World Series. The fact is, oh. they should hold those fans accountable. You don't boo the president. You may disagree with him. You may think that he's not what you wanted, but you don't boo him. You show respect to him. Oh. Okay. Is this the same Frank Luntz that last week told a reporter that he was told by Trump that Trump thinks his middle name stands for genius? And then when he got <laughs> called out of it in print, he said, I was joking. Oh, God. You guys, Joe, you know this story, right? Uh, I don't know. Oh, my God. No. Okay. So here, this is a legit thing. I think it was two days ago, <clears throat> and I can't remember the outlet, but literally, you know, a reporter came out and said he talked to he talked to Frank Luntz, mm -hmm. and, you know, they were just talking back and forth and back and forth, and Frank Luntz said, you know, at one point, I asked Donald Trump what, something along the line of, um, 
what is what his middle initial stands for. And Luntz told the reporter that Trump told him genius. So this reporter was a legit reporter, mm. published it, and then fucking Frank Luntz said, I've been telling that joke for years. So my... Fuck Frank Luntz, by the way. Yeah. I guess that's my end of the thing. Just oh yeah, you shouldn't joke about this shit. Period. Well, I think I have the last couple clips from Trump uh, here uh, from because I don't have a ton. Believe it or not, I don't have a bunch of short clips from Trump because at the first half of the year I was really kind of disgusted, uh, and you know uh, I don't get as much audio as I used to. But this one is good. We do not need 2,000 miles of concrete wall from sea to shiny sea. We never did. Sea to shiny sea. <laughs> and then, of course, this one probably won't win an award. But uh, he, he, when he was talking about Tim Cook, you know, from Apple, he said. Tim Apple. Yeah, Tim Apple. Yeah, that was a good one. And, uh, but you know, Trump, Trump didn't mean it. Trump didn't mean it, right? As far as I know. He said it in a, well, as far as he knows, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here we go. Yeah. So, anyway. We might might need a whole Giuliani. Yes. Oh, yeah. There's going to be, uh, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me just do, but while we still have time, yeah, Rudy edit is going (laughs) to yield some results. Uh, yeah, because we went over, uh, uh, oh yeah, of course, because here's, uh, we got a few, here, this one. Joe Broden. Joe Broden. <laughs> that one was really one of my favorites. That was, that's oh, a good one. Rudy. No, he wasn't. You. Yeah. <laughs> that one. Let me answer the question. Yeah. And, uh, we got. Uh, Trump uh, Moscow uh, Project. <laughs> that was probably my favorite. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> disgusting. When was so? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, actually, I don't have a lot. Um, oh yeah, this but this one's good. This keeping is keeping track of what comes from what year. This yeah, year, this is all from guys, this year. What I'm playing. So, God. Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, uh, this is a long one, but this is probably the best one from Rudy from 2019. Will you cooperate with the House Intelligence Committee? I wouldn't cooperate with Adam Schiff. I think Adam Schiff should be removed. A few moments later. So you're not going to cooperate? I didn't say that. We, we, I said I will consider it. You said you wouldn't do it. I said, you said you will not cooperate with Adam I Schiff. I said I will consider it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is also the guy who said that. Oh, I can't even keep track of it. Oh, and you see, now he Kat. He ask for the investigation and then he, with the what? Uh, Chris Cuomo. I, yeah. I didn't ask for an investigation. Did you ask for an investigation? Of course I did. Oh, man. Okay, now Cat, Cat just uh, uh oh, all right. There we go. Apparently I didn't Oh, and there's the oranges. See, we I, have more yeah. nominations. Yeah, there we, we go. The nominations. Territory. Here we go. Here we go. Cat, oh. Cat with the oranges. I hope they now go and take a look at the oranges, or the oranges of the uh uh, investigation. The Mueller report, I wish, covered the oranges, how it started, the beginnings of the investigation, how it started. Yeah. Oh, and and wait a minute. 
the piece de resistance. What's that? The smack, the smacking gun. <laughs> well, that was a tweet, though. That was a tweet. So maybe Joe will put you in charge of tweets. I did. I did a show art that got like three thousand. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, we do. Can we? All right, maybe not this year, but maybe next year. Create a category for cinematography and tweet <laughs> art. Yes. Let's do it. Cinematography. Anyway, uh, and then here, here, last, <laughs> last clip before we before we go to the break. This one informed uh, uh, me and Susan's uh, uh, trek down to D.C. to the party at Rains. Um, here you go. If you have a windmill anywhere near your house, congratulations. Your house just went down 75% in value. <laughs> and they say the noise causes cancer. You tell me that one, okay? Oh, my God. You tell me that one. You tell that me that mean? one. Well, you, you know, that one. Joe. If I don't listen, you're not going to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Jesus. So, anyway. All right. Let's do parting wow. shots. Yeah. We'll do, we'll do parting <laughs> shots now. But, yeah, I think this could be fun. I think we're off to, you know, thank you guys for letting me workshop this on the air tonight. I know it's not Mad Libs, might not be the most exciting thing, but if we workshop it here, I won't have to write it down, and I appreciate that. No, <laughs> so. I think I think we can workshop it here and come up with some ideas and turn. Yeah, up. yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm gonna stooped. go. I'm gonna go back through all my audio clips of the year, and we're gonna figure out. You know, I'll 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 lump together. I'll make a list of at least ten. Or however many clips there are, you know, for for the different categories we come up with. I do want to, you know, have clip of the year from like a, you know, a liberal hero, you know, like a a shining example of humankind, uh, or or just somebody who's not a Trump cultist, you know, honestly. <laughs> I love how you went from liberal hero of the year to minimum expect. Well, yeah, you know, because I'm saying, you know, there, there, you know, uh, we've we've some great audio clips for, you know, uh, like a good example, Nicole Wallace, you know, yeah, she she's no, we, she's no like you know dirty liberal, she you know or or no, An awesome. Anna Navarro, you know, somebody like that. Yeah, we so, we have we can we workshopped a lot of this app. We can come up with categories. Yeah. But and I'll then, go. Th you know, I'll go can, through every. You're the, indi you're the producer and yeah. director. I'll go through every individual folder and try and put things in categories, and uh, uh, we'll 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 get this. We'll this is going to happen, and I think we should have at least at least uh, for a show. Um, I would say at least six to eight categories. Mm -hmm. You know, as not to overload, so we can still have fun on the show and stuff like that, and still fit it into a three-hour, you know, thing. So yeah, well, the um, Oscars usually work in three hours. Yeah, but they do things real rapid fire, and we like to let things breathe organically here on the program. We're also not going to have you know. the dance and show numbers. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> we we could work something. I'll talk to the robots and see what they they want to do. <laughs> So, I think the robots will at least announce every category on the show this year. So, 
That would make oh. sense. That's going to bring Jeffy That's back. Rabbit. Um, he might. He might come back. I don't know. We'll, we'll see if I can. Maybe Rudy could do a little. Rudy. I will be the hero of the Tutney Awards. <laughs> of the Tutney Awards, I will be the hero, and I will announce every category. I will create my own categories for me being the hero of the Tutneys. <laughs> End of 9-11 also. Yes, yes, yes. Broken window policies as well. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's what? go ahead and wrap things up right now. Uh, Rain, what is your parting shot? And you're going to be off on Friday, right? Yes. All right, so I'm not going to be here. I was planning on going to an art thing, and then I realized—well, I didn't realize—but I found out like a whole bunch of people who are from the Stephanie Miller, you know, show group. They're all—they're yep. all showing up here. So I'm going to go meet them. Meet up. No, well, yeah, it's a, it's, meet up. it's a pretty important meet up. So nice. And uh, all right, my parting shot. <clears throat> is that the Virginia House of Delegates Committee, controlled by the Democrats, uh, voted to to make the ERA is going forward. Uh-huh. The Equal Rights Amendment is going forward in the Virginia House of Delegates, and it's going to pass in the Senate, and it's, it's going to pass. We're going to get the ERA, guys. Nice. Okay. Well, I hope so. That's good. As happy as I wanted it to sound. No, well, that's awesome. Late, I'm sorry. I was uh, about a hundred years we'll give, late. Give an amen. Hundreds, hundreds ah, of years late. Man. Give an amen. I was thinking of the last time they attempted this, and then Phyllis. Yeah, Schlecht but the you. thing is, is that Virginia is the final state to get it to go forward. So this way, you know, the the you know the the House and Senate can start, you know, debating it. We're going to get there. Nice. Okay. Nice. Very good. And I apologize. July's a Rose came in here and wanted some loving, so I... Well, I got July's a Rose, you need some ERA love. She does. She does. She needs some equal cat amendments uh, around here. She's still feeling a little scared. She's she's still the whole big holdout on on liking Tennessee. Doctor has pretty much been like, all right, whatever, he's here, I'm here, let's hang out, let's take a nap timby's like every once in a while he's like i'm gonna go punch him <laughs> and and then july's rose is like i'm scared she sounds a little like rudy yeah i'm scared i'm scared of that little tuxedo cat i will be the hero he should be scared as long as you get rid of that little tuxedo cat named tennessee <laughs> oh wow Anyway, uh, my parting shot is we're this much closer to getting the Equal Rights Amendment passed nationally. Mm-hmm. Boom, motherfuckers. All right. Very good. Good. Well good. said, Rain. Uh, Joe, what is your parting shot tonight? Well, I have uh Oh, well, let's see. I had uh, <clears throat> an old article from Scranton, if you want to hear it. Scranton Headlines. Uh, yeah. From... Yeah, headline. Headline from September from Labor Day, September fifth, nineteen ten. Oh God, Scranton was Times. A very very good year. Scranton Times. One hundred and ten years ago. One hundred and ten years ago. There you go. 
Chauffeur fainted after escaping from angry crowd. Victim in hospital. The driver under bail. An incipient riot in which a crowd of Italians chased George Budd, a chauffeur, to the door of the West Scranton police station, took place on Jackson Street last night after a touring car which Bud was driving ran down and seriously injured Frank Weedo of 1145 Sloan Avenue. Bud fainted from fright a few feet from the entrance to the police station oh, and was carried inside by patrol driver, patrol driver Harry Seymour. Apparently, Weedo and his countrymen had been picnicking in uh, near the Italian Catholic Church on Jackson Street, and Bud was driving a public touring car uh, owned by the Scranton Transfer Company at a high rate of speed and knocked Weedo down. Uh, let's see. When uh, the chauffeur looked back, he saw Weedo laying unconscious and bleeding on the pavement. Oh, oh God. God. Bleeding? And- Yes, and stop and stopping the machine, he went back to investigate. There was a wild demonstration on the part of Weedo's companions. As soon as the chauffeur appeared among them, and one of the Italians, according to Bud's story, pulled an ugly looking knife. Ugly knife? Don't fuck, Not don't, an ugly don't knife. Fuck, don't fuck with Italian. Uh, deciding that discretion was the better part of valor, Bud took his heels and ran toward the police station. <laughs> Less than a block away. The man with the knife followed in close pursuit, and others joined in a chorus of threats and cries for vengeance. Well, yeah, because he just cracked the guy's skull with his car. Oh, that's mean. Yeah. So, uh, something smelled like vinegar, but it might have been wine, was being poured. (laughs) Wait a minute. Something that smelled like vinegar. Was it Corbett Canyon? Wait a minute. Something that smelled like vinegar, but might have been wine. Corbett was Canyon. Being poured, poured from a jug down Weedo's throat. <laughs> oh my God, that's <laughs> awful. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, they were saying. But he failed to regain consciousness. Oh, Re- oh my Lord. <laughs> Why would you pour wine down a, an unconscious man's throat? Okay, realizing... Realizing his condition was serious, the Italians permitted Lieutenant to push the automobile from the tracks and send for an ambulance. Not doctors. (laughs) Well, they had wine. Or (laughs) vinegar. (laughs) Or vinegar. (laughs) Today it was feared that his skull is fractured, and if this is the case, he has a small chance for recovery. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, yes. um, Uh, I, I, I... I, I don't know. The chauffeur was known by various names. Red e- Edgerton, Bud Edgerton, George Bud. <laughs> he insists the last was his correct name. <laughs> and Vinegar <laughs> Joe. <here>. Yes. <laughs> and and then right under this article there's a little a little news newsette. Oh, a newsette. Yes, a okay. little a little fact factoid. Oh, that's beautiful. Denmark has an old maids insurance company. Denmark. Denmark has an old maid's insurance company. I don't even know what that means. Oh, my goodness. But that's my parting shot. (laughs) That is amazing. And if you have wine that smells like vinegar, it's probably Corbett Canyon. Because that stuff is garbage. Um, It's cooking wine. And if it's Corbett Canyon, just use it. You just had your skull crushed by a car. (laughs) Yeah. 
Did you ever see the size of those touring cars? <laughs> no, that is the darkest. Yeah, I think I know. Yeah. Shot you've ever had, given see, us. Yeah, they're those big, big, long touring cars with big engines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you just had your skull fractured by one of those, and you were laying on the street under the car with blood oozing out of your skull. The last thing you want is that shit being poured. <laughs> oh God, that is so dark. <laughs> uh, seriously, Joe, I think you you, you might want to start a screenplay based on this because that is going to be the, that is going to be the most dark, twisted ending to a movie ever. Oh my God, he got hit by the car. Oh, hold on, I got some wine. I don't know, maybe it's vinegar. Let's pour it down his throat, and he'll be all right. Yeah, but his 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 brains are there. It's okay. Just put some vinegar wine on the brain too. <laughs> Wake his brain up. I'm, I'm slipping into Rudy again. So, oh, oh, anyway. You're telling me that, that was dark. The, the burnt baby on Friday wasn't dark. All right. You got two screenplays. You got two screenplays. I thought the burnt baby was a screenplay. DeBarb thought that was the beginning of a horror show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what what happened to that four-year-old? He became Jason. Yeah, we, we kind of, we I, I laughed quite a bit about that. I know. We put some aromatics in the cavity. Put some aromatics in the cavity. So, who said it's shaking bacon? I helped. <laughs> I, I don't know if that was. I don't know if that was me or if that was Adam Miles or Michelle. I'm not oh, sure. Somebody in the chat. So, oh yeah, yeah, it was somebody in the chat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> probably living or somebody like that. Anyway, we got to go to the. We 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 got to end the show. We got to end the show. Yeah, we have. So. Let's end it. All right, I'm not sure what's going on on Friday. Me and Joel will be here, and uh, probably somebody from Mike Jack Radio if they are free. Uh, if not, me and Joel will get creative. We'll be uh, back with you this Friday, right here, same bat time, same bat channel. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you! Good night, Lawrence! <laughs> That's it! <laughs> Our army manned the airports. It ran the ramparts. It took over the airports. It did everything it had to do.